Hurry in during Ram Truck Month, where you'll find J.D. Power's number one brand in new vehicle quality in 2021. And right now, get 0% financing for 72 months on the 2022 Ram 1500 Bighorn Quad Cab. For 2021 J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Not compatible with any other offer. 0% APR financing for 72 months equals $13.89 per month per $1,000 financed for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for details. Offer ends 5222. Konnichiwa! Hello, everyone, and welcome to Talk to Keiki. I'm back from Greece. We watched a lot of anime. Mm-hmm. We're getting ready for our winter finale next week where we do mm-hmm. our awards. Mm-hmm. But we got a lot to talk about today. Like always. And, and this fucking dog will not disappear from my screen on this My Anime List website. A dog? Yeah, it's like the police say, hey, come here. Have a seat. Inu desu Makun. It's like, it's like, what are you doing here? <laughs> Bro, quit looking at fucking porn, dude, on your shit. No, 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 it's just tell me, hey, there's something wrong with your list. What's wrong with it? There's nothing wrong with it. I checked it like five times. It's fine. Shut up. Walk out and I. Yeah, that. Okay. Anyway, uh, we're all caught up. There's no backlog. Yeah, hold on. You didn't even give me a fucking intro, you stupid fucking. I'm getting to it. I'm God, I'll be like, oh, it. you're like, anyway, we caught up. Like, you're just going into the shit. Like, yeah, yeah. I was getting to it, so you rudely cut me off, sir. God damn it. Tell me to take a seat over there. Go men. Go men. Go yeah, men. Yeah. Go yeah, men. <laughs> anyway, to join me, this guy that was impatient for an introduction. Hi. Even. Gombawa minasan. Genki deska. Daijobu. Daijobu deska. Everything is daijobu. Edes. Edes. But anyway, yes. I took off for a couple weeks. I was in Greece. How was that, buddy? It was beautiful. Did you have a Did you have a Euro trip or no? No, I didn't have a Euro trip. You didn't have your ass pressed against the glass while you were fucking in the Vatican. No, there was no Vatican near me. I know that's in Italy, near Greece. Yeah, yeah. Um, serious question: Anything with like Ukraine that you saw in Greece? It's not close, but it's kind of close in a way. Uh, no, it's like. Out, like a thousand or so miles away, so yeah, it's from here to New York. Yeah, they're, they're up north. I was more south. Mm. Not a uh, I Not saw a I saw the news for a little bit, even though you don't understand speaking it. Greek and there's yeah. no English subtitles on their te- on their televisions. <laughs> Goddamn, no, no. it's not like anime. Fuck. No, 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 no. And whatever you did watch an American movie, you, you had the Greek subtitles. Oh, so you saw a bunch of something. It was weird watching SpongeBob in Greek. Uh, but you should have like, watched uh, the anime in the hotel room. The service and reception there was really shitty. So was it? Mm-hmm. The, wi- the hotel didn't have Wi-Fi. It did. Just wasn't very good. And yeah, after having long days of walking and traveling, yeah, I'm gonna pass the fuck out. I guess take an edible and go to sleep, right? Uh, I didn't have any edibles. Uh, I didn't bring with me. How unfortunate. Uh, well, they, they had vending machines with uh, pre-rolls of joints. Oh, did they? Yeah, for like six bucks. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so that, that, that those were nice. Yeah, something. Those right? are nice to look like. There's, there's a couple of sex shops around like almost every corner. <laughs> a couple around every corner. <laughs> Some of them were open 24 hours. Oh, I would have like, yeah. were they like near the hotel room where you could have like looked outside and seen it? No, 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 no. I had to walk like 
Oh, I would have been like chilling, bro. I would have had like a beer from like the fucking from the corner store. Just no, like, no, I had nothing like that. The only thing I, I didn't do was the Acropolis from my bedroom window. That's cool too. Yeah, that was great. And taking stuff back, I wasn't supposed to. Yeah. So I saw you took some rocks. Uh, that's marble from the temple of Zeus. Marble from the temple of Zeus. Holy yeah. balls. Yeah, there was there was on the ground and no one was looking. So I was like, I have time machine. Now Zeus is going to come from the grave, bro, and be like, why did you take No, he, if he's going to come from the grave, he's going to fuck me. Because <laughs> Zeus is a horny bastard. Well, don't tempt you with a good time, eh? Yeah, yeah, but I don't want to turn into a fucking animal when he does it, like he does for other things. Oh, you want to turn to an? You want to be a fucking? An no, animal. I don't want. I don't want to be a fucking horse when he's coming at me from behind. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, I don't want that shit. No, okay. I'm good. But yeah, took a shit. Ton of, <laughs> took a shit ton of pictures. Ooh, I, I, just, I just literally. When you said I don't want to be a horse from behind, I just literally pictured JoJo. Oh my god! Yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> Whole horse, sure, but not an actual horse. Whole horse. That's the Ingo Boingo song fucking plays while you're getting rammed by a fucking horse cock. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, no. Please, though. No. <laughs> oh, Ingo Boingo. Oh, God. No, that'd be, that'd be the worst experience ever. <laughs> All right, we're moving on from this. Anyway. Uh, for most... Okay, we're... He lost. God damn it. I hate you. Oh, shit. All right. Anyway, we are only we're basically talking about almost all of the seasons that have ended, especially the ones that carried over from the fall. Indeed. So a lot of that. I got to remember what the fuck. It's been so long. What? You mentioned the one that carried over from the fall, a.k.a. 86. Uh, we yeah. also got the Mashuko Tensei. OVA to talk about as oh, well shit, as the Jujutsu Kaisen movie. Yes. Oh my God. Yeah, we do have a lot. We do. That's why I said we're, there's not a lot, nothing newsworthy. Ready for a three-hour bender, guys? We know. We're not. <laughs> we're not. We're gonna try our normal two and a half hours since there's no news. We can just get to it. Fuck the news. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. It's like Will. Unless it's Will Smith smacking Chris Rock, I don't want to hear him. <laughs> Aren't you glad we're back, folks? <laughs> Aren't you glad? All right. Oh, uh, you know, let's just get to the movie first. Let's just put it in, bro. Let's put it in. Let's go. Uh, let's, let's just put the cock. Let's just put our meat on the table. Just put the meat on the table, bro. <laughs> All right. Look at it. It's zero. Jujutsu Kai, Jujutsu Kai is zero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like we're high, but we're not. I, I wish. I, uh, I would not wish. be able to do this shit fucking high. Let me tell you. Uh, I, I almost took it up before we got in the air. Oh, did you? Okay. No, I thought about it, but oh, it had to be good because otherwise I would pass out and we would not be doing this. For and real. then we have like a four to five hour show next week. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I'm free tomorrow, but I'm not trying to do shit tomorrow. I'm not. All right. We're going to talk about this first. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen movie was fucking or, amazing. Yes. We were going to get to is definitely is basically is a prequel. The series itself. So if you are new to it, you haven't seen the show, you go definitely watch the movie first and you'll be just fine. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And yeah, this was fucking stupendous. Uh, but uh, wait, stupendous. Not, not, not WrestleMania stupendous. I was just about to say, I was like, wait, did you just make a Vince reference? No, 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 we're not doing that. We're not doing that with our, with our two fucking pow. days. It's stupendous, uh, pal. Yeah, you 
Okay. Uh, Cody Rhodes. We were shut up. We were originally going to watch this the same time, but I had to wait an extra day because my friends were not free. I mean, it doesn't matter because we fucking were recording it like two weeks after we fucking saw it. Exactly. Yes, it's it's fresh in our minds, fresh in our boners. Fresh in your boners. Oh, yes. okay. I'm soft as shit right now. And oh, I'm the one. I'm the one with the girl in the fucking room with me. Yeah, well, that that tells you something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> you're done. You're done, Pat. You're done. She's definitely aiming the fucking uh, the Nerf gun at you, bro. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, uh, it doesn't follow you, G. Like you, like you originally find. It's a Utah. 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 You. Anybody yes, know what I? And his and his dead from? childhood friend Rika. Uh, Rika was fucking great. I felt so yeah, bad. Yeah, she was her. great. I it was so not. It was not how I expected it to go. Not at all. Yeah, I you because I didn't figure like there would be a couple all day. I thought she was just someone that was just possessing him. No, that they were childhood friends as they were both ill in the hospital, and when they were younger, like, hey, this is an engagement ring. They got proposed early. Only in Japan, folks. Only in Japan will you. And get what happens? Will you be engaged at the age of like six? Carcoon. Yeah, uh, but she didn't get isekai. Nope, she did not. But no, because of this, she was dead. But Yuta's like, hey, save her and all this. It's, it's, she's a curse. It's all his fault. But uh, Gojo is the one that seeks him out because, you know, he's Yuta's getting bullied in school. He has this curse behind him, his his stand, his stand of power. Yeah, this mm-hmm. is the, yeah, we're, we're, not, we're not doing a recap of this because this was two hours. We're not doing that. We're doing the small little... Long story story. short, Yuji is ridiculously OP. We saw Gojo... Yes, he has he- the power... Sorry, uh, Rika has the power of these curses. Yeah, Rika's a special grade, which yes. therefore makes Yuji a special grade. And we it's see Gojo, who's also a special grade, and Gojo is sexy as always. Oh, yeah, but uh, yeah, he doesn't have a special uh, his little headband. It's just uh, wrapped up in tape. Yeah, it's just tape. Yeah, and we focus on uh, Toge, Maki, and Panda. Yes, as freshmen. They're freshmen. Yeah, yeah they're, they're vital to the story, folks. It's not Yuji and the others. Shake. Oh, well, no. Oh, yeah. I know. Toge was great in this. Shake. Shake, shake. <laughs> I don't know any other words. I just remember shake. Yeah. But uh, yeah, because that's mostly like his okay or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. We basically just seeing more of their powers flesh out while Yuta's trying to coexist with Rika in a fight in standpoint. So just letting her run them off. Hey, fight yeah. his battles. Basically, he, he starts to uh, basically try and draw her power out, be able to use it more. He's able to enchant a, a, a katana and yeah. use it to, to disperse of curses. And that's pretty wicked um, as well. So, I mean, we're not doing the movie justice by this explanation. It's just it's fucking bonkers, especially the final battle. Yeah, the does. final we, battle. We don't want to give away all the secrets. Fucking amazing. Something you have to see for yourself. Toto. Ooh, I pop for Toto. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that that little cameo. He 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 watched that Christmas special. Yes, but now he he's busy fighting. He does. I wonder if it had Jennifer Lawrence in it. Uh let's see. But yeah, hmm. oh, we also had um, Ghetto Suguru. Yes, the, the main villain. I I have so many questions with that. Uh, what was your, what's your question? I can't because it's a spoiler. Right. Uh, yeah, and I can't and I can't say because that is also a spoiler. Fuck, bro. Yeah, uh, but uh, it's basically he's the Magneto to Gojo's uh, Charles Xavier. Yeah, clearly, clearly, clearly. It's just 
why is he in season one at the end of zero? If that makes sense, I cannot tell you that. Goddamn, four to seven. That's the spoiler for the next for season two. Yeah, fucking hell. Yeah, it gets. It's like a yes, but no, but not really. Will we see? Will we see uh, Yuji in? Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Utah, Utah in uh, season two. Uh, no, but I will say you will see him. Well, I'm obviously we'll see him. He, he not... like he like he comes back in the manga. Yeah, but that spoiler, not spoiler. I'm sorry, that after credit. There is an after credit, folks. Yeah. Does that take place later on, or does that take place while? Because I mean, Gojo, I think, still has his white wrap, so that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's still before. That. It's still before that. Yeah. Yeah, he, 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 he. You're doing his anime training arc. I'm like literally thinking, like, yo, I can't wait for season two. We're gonna see Yuta. He's gonna save Yuji from probably getting eaten by Sukina during one um, of the fucking things. None of that. None of that. Good. Well, I mean, that's good, but I don't know. That's what I was thinking in my head. Nah, that, that none of that happens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, no, but the the soundtrack is fucking phenomenal too. Yes, the music was fucking incredible. Like it, it fit, especially with the fight scenes and yes, holy the fight shit, were incredible. <laughs> Even the somber scenes were very fucking well done with the with the with the, with the music. Um, yeah. you definitely, and that's one thing I always, and that's one thing I recognized when I was putting in my seasonal reviews that I've been posting on my anime Instagram, AI underscore anime 24, for those who want to check it out, cheap yeah. plug. Um, but that's one thing that I've been put, putting in there. Like one of the, the best things about when you watch an anime that has good music is obviously you listen to the literal aspect of the music, but one of the things that you should pay attention to is how does the music alter the story? Cause at the end of the day, when you watch anime, you're watching it for the story like anything you watch you watch it for story and one of the things that helps push the story along is always the 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 magnitude of which the music presents the moment so you know that up tempo during a fight scene the somber depression of a a piano or a violin um during a a a really sad moment things of that nature that help elevate that particular sequence and Jujutsu Kaisen did a fantastic job throughout the entire movie of that from the opening to the ending to the fight scenes it was all really 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 crisp really really well composed uh, we also definitely got Kati's with uh, Gojo in action like he wasn't he didn't have much yeah but it goddamn was it fucking incredible yeah and no it was just more about uh, again Ghetto here's a spoiler he fought with one eye yeah one eye but yeah like i said we talked about ghetto's uh, fights and his stuff his origins yes. his powers yes 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 and, and he just destroyed the freshmen's oh yeah fucking raped them like Bam. even like even pandas like stuffing came out like just straight zeus's horse cock at in fucking ass yeah man. he did it was bad and then yuda was holding his own and yes yeah, sugar's fine at the end of the day, my just... only critique, and I mentioned this in my review as well. Yeah. My only critique is the story is very rushed, and I get you can only tell so much story within two hours, but you literally go from like high school kid that murdered his fucking uh bullies to his first week. Okay, that's good, good sequencing. Then it jumps to three months. Okay, yeah, then, we're then it jumps to time. like I think nine months, and then it jumps to fucking a year. By the end of the thing, you're at a year. So like you literally these leaps and bounds that that Utah makes are, are all incredible, you know, when you look at the relative time frame. But the principle of the relative time frame being presented to us was the only thing I mentioned that was like, ah, I wish they would have slowed it down somewhat. They probably would have made it a three hour movie. But goddamn for this. Or, this yeah, so you probably, probably could have you probably could have like 20. 
Yeah, you know, you could add a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? A little bit more of a buffer. Or condense some of the stuff that took a while. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, at the end of the day, like, he made these leaps and bounds. but And we see, in some respect, early on, the trials and tribulations that he and the other freshmen go through in order to fucking make themselves better. But they, I think there should have been more of that. Because, you know, for example, when we watch the anime and you see Yuji, you see Yuji from zero to fucking to hero. And you see in between that, the steps that he took in order to get to those stages and yeah. i don't think they did that well with utah it was fine but it wasn't really 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 like brilliantly executed and that's my only no. true gripe with the movie as a, as, a, as a whole yeah and we see him like fully come out like have his shell is like near the end it's like a little too late <laughs> yeah 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 but oh on on that little complaint this is still great i gave it a five i liked it more than demon slayer yeah, because you, you you got more character wise. Yes, I did get more character wise. Yeah, and just the the those f- couple of fight scenes with again, Sugar is fucking OP as well. He's like Gojo, but he takes curses and he yeah he eats the curses and he has those powers. If you want to take a Demon Slayer equivalent, think of Tanjiro facing Akaza, the equivalent of that, which we'll get in season four, but of Demon Slayer. Yeah. But that's for 2024, 2025, something like well, that. Whenever, whenever. Should be, yeah, well, how they're going. Yeah, should be. Also, animation for this is also excellent. You know, all right, I, there's a second complaint. And it's not a complaint. It's just a, uh, it's a noticeable observation. And that is that, you know, for a movie, you expect the animation to be over the top brilliant. And I don't think it was over the top brilliant. It was about the same quality. It was enhanced for a movie, which was fine, but it was approximately the same quality that you would see in normal uh, in the normal anime, which is still fantastic. But I expected a little bit more. Like you got that a little bit at the beginning when you see the cherry blossoms, the the, the soccer trees. But throughout the movie like there are parts where it, it could have been done a little bit better yeah, but for me, it was just like time, I, it probably i don't i feel like it didn't need it needed. it didn't matter it's, it didn't matter that's why i said that's why i'm not saying that yeah. it's a complaint or i have an issue with it it's a small is it something bad because demon slayer did something like yeah because demon slayer was just <laughs> fucking nuts yeah. with the fucking with the with the animation and it continued throughout that season through, through, the, through right. the uh the red light district arc entertainment district arc so um yeah that was my only other observation so one complaint or one issue and one you know critique observation but no this is definitely a five is definitely a banger (laughs) yes i would give it more than a five if i could i would break my melter scale i would break the cakey scale for this movie if i could (laughs) all righty should we get to our solo stuff yeah we got a while to go buddy so go on ahead yeah because we're we're gonna have to do one or two episodes oh i'm gonna have to do two episodes for most of mine because was, I'm gonna try. Vital. I'm gonna try and condense a lot of it. Yeah, um, no, no, I'm gonna condense a, so, ones like Dolls Frontline, a solo, Lee Dale. Boruto's easy to condense. Princess Connect should be easy to connect. Strongest Sage is kind of easy. Love of Kills will be a little bit long. And 86. I only have one episode to talk about 86, but that was stupendous. And then we'll get to everything we're done after. All right, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll go with the weakest first. <laughs> go ahead, buddy. All right, Dolls Frontline. Yeah. And, nothing really i'm sorry like I, I felt so disappointed with those last couple of episodes like again we just get more reminded of that the defense team is basically yeah if, if they're dead they're dead because there's no backup of them you, you can't make a backup fuck like, them girls special. yeah exactly fuck them girls 
And now AR-15 is doing her solo shit because, you know, she had the fucking Zervengis virus or whatever the fuck. I don't even know what the... Zangvis, sorry. Zangvis, that's the that's the enemy. And they're that way, because basically like, they were able to track her. They were able to track the enemy. That way, that's why they knew where they were, where all the bases, etc. Even though the enemies are like stormtroopers. They can't shoot for shit. There's so many anime, by the way, that I've seen where fucking... They, they, dude, they're worse than fucking stormtroopers. It's fucking horrendous. It's like, do we ever hit anything with these? Because plot. Yeah, because plot. But yeah, we go to the finale of it. Uh, it's called AR-15. She goes to the main base while uh, M4A1 is in a little mental dream crisis, whatever mm. you call it. And basically, AR-15's plan is she's going to blow up the main building and take herself with. Suicide. Yeah, it's a suicide mission. Jisatsu. Yeah, because they're like, you're not going to get M4A1. I'm going to go blow you up. Blow you all the kingdom come. And yeah, all the enemy reinforcements are there. They start shooting at AR-15. But you know, you shouldn't have said that given the fact that they were girls and you said, I'm going to blow them the kingdom come. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) No. no, That wasn't a good example. (laughs) No, no, no. Uh, So while that's going on, M4A1 eventually steps out of it. Satmod. M16, they're all trying to look for AR-15, but they mm. got there too late because the building blew up. She blew them the kingdom come. <laughs> now they're fine. She's dead. She got the big load. <laughs> she blew herself. She blew herself. She blew herself and got the load at the end. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's where it ends. That's a hell of a, a finale. Yeah, it's like season two and maybe maybe I, I, I'll, I'll pass but well you, you know it's so tough for me to say that because there's so many anime where it's like eh, it was mediocre but if there's a season two i'm gonna watch it i feel because like i have to like follow up on uh, it. I, I have to follow i up. i, I if feel I started like I, i'm gonna finish it yeah but i feel like i'm good here i mean could be. Uh, it, i gave it a two and a half out of five yeah it was just eh. That's unfortunate. So. I'm 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 fine. I, I I I can I I can I can leave it instead of the whole take a leave. I can leave it. I'm good. That's fair, sir. Wash my hands. That's fair, sir. Make sure you wash my hands of the good whole amount of soap. Yeah. Good amount of soap, sir. All right, all right. Moving on. Moving on up. All right. Land of Leedale. It got, generic it, anime. Generic isekai. Sorry, this is the generic. It's a generic cozy isekai. Mm. I yeah. I, that took me a little to realize it. it's. Just it's a cozy anime. That's why I'm warm and like, fuzzy. It's a warm and fuzzy. Yeah, yeah. Because you figure when it's a fantasy, you get a little bit more dark. A little bit, no, like a little action, a little action. And also, if it's like some fantasy, there's some there's a, t- a tad of darkness, or it could be a significant amount. No, of darkness. I, I, no like you think it, right? would, it wouldn't have worked dark. I just figured it's like you know, like some type of battle because you know it's the, oh, you generic. Oh, it's a demon sure. or whatever. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, but no, it was at the end of the day, it was just. A cozy fantasy, all it was, and you know what? Yeah, sure. I, I, I did it fine. I mm. didn't love it, but wasn't offensive. No. So, uh, but yeah, the last two episodes was basically Kana going back to the village where she was in the first episode, mm. and yeah, like she wants to settle down in that village. So, because oh, yeah, because the, the the child she kidnapped or adopted. She kidnapped uh, or adopted. Uh, I call it surprise adoption. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's I'm gonna use that. That's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah, Luca, the one that was uh, her her family's gone. She found her in this abandoned zombie type game, and yeah, she's doing it with the two cat butlers, Roxilius and Roxy. Doing I, yeah, the, the first cat butler that was a, that was a boy. That was a reverse trap. Doing it a uh, trap. Ah. No, no, no. I thought it was a trap, but I thought no, nah, but it, it's a guy. Oh, okay. Oh, okay, just a female. It's, not, it's not our favorite trap, Yotia. No, 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 no. It's just. This is a very feminine male Femme. With, with, with a female voice actor. That's it. What do they call that again? Um, the femme male. Femboy. Femboy. There we go. Fem kitten. Yeah. Yeah. Fem kitten. Fem neko. Yeah. They're both, they're, they're, they're both neckos. Uh, yeah. The, the, these siblings hate each other. Oh, okay. Yeah. Roxine keeps belittling Roxilius. Any chance she gets. Mm. I got to the point where Luke is like, you, the little kids tell him to stop fighting. Oh. And Kata is like, if you guys fight, I'll kill you. Do it. Yeah, she. I like. I like Kata. I. I do. And she has that temper, mm-hmm. but to where where it's funny, and she cannot handle her alcohol. Mm. No, because like one drink of wine, she's done. Mm-hmm. And she keeps vowing to never drink again after every hangover. I mean, that sounds like and fucking she drinks a lot of every time. That sounds like a lot of motherfuckers. Truth be that, told, that sounds like a, a lot of motherfuckers. Yeah, and I didn't know the the girl that did the OP was the one that, that does uh, Violet Evergarden. Oh my god! Yeah, I didn't know it was true. I didn't, like, oh shit! Oh my god! I love Violet yeah. Evergarden. Anytime I hear Violet Evergarden, I'm like, ooh! Yeah, my, my but, heart um, gets warm. Yeah, but basically, the last episode was they finally built the house. Mm. That was it, and yeah, like maybe another adventure waits if there's a season two. Maybe will it await for Matt? Um. I'm thinking about it. This one is uh, I might. Okay. If, okay. I, if I if if I have nothing going on, if this th- that season is short, yeah, sure. Uh, three out of five. Okay. That's cool. It. It, it was again. It was fine. Just that I wouldn't go on my way to see it again. Sure. All right. Moving on. Moving on. Ranking of Kings. Uh, my first one that ended in fall mm. from twenty one. So mm. <laughs> <To> now. <laughs> mm. Fucking incredible. Loved every bit of it. Dino wakes up. Uh, he, he sees Maranjo like, face mm. to face. Well, sorry, no, not yet. Sorry, I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Mm. The demon that uh, ate her soul. Mm. And the demon is there. And you find out that Maranjo befriended the demon when it was a kid. And it looks like that now because every time it grants a wish, it gets more deformed. Interesting. So basically people abusing wishes is why he's like, it's now this giant grotesque demon why he looks like guitaro yes pretty much <laughs> yeah and yeah and despa was about to use a wish because he was his despa's plan was to use it to have oaken's immortality taken away mm. so he could be get rid of that curse but he gets cut off by dida saying he wishes Miranjo was back to life and yeah the demon actually grants that wish before she got before she gets tortured by the depths of hell mm. by this creature. Yeah, and yeah, because before all that, um, you see Bozy showing Dida, like, this is why I took care of her. This is why I care for her. Like everything they dumped together. Mm. And now Dida wants to do the same thing for her. Mm. And that led to the point where Dida asked Baranjo to marry him. Oh. She eventually does say yes. Aww. And then Queen Helen is like, all right. No, there's a bitch. Let's go kill her. The guy's like, no, you ain't killing her because I married her. And she's like, eh? 
Nani? He's like, ha, after everything? <laughs> but while all is going on, Dinah apologized to Despot by using the wish on himself and not for what he wanted. Mm. And he's like, ah, shit, well, I, and so he had to tell his brother that he, that the king of the underworld, that he fails. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah, it's fine. Just bring back a shit ton of gold and silver, and we're good. Uh, money! Despot, no, and Despot was shocked, like, why? And then you find out why, when the guy, Desser, the king who he was talking to, remember before when I said that he got the invite to be the number one king? Yeah. He took it. Oh. So he has access to all the, all the treasure, all the special items. So yeah, now he has a way to bring his brother back to life. If cool. He, like the, to bring his brother out of immortality. That's nice. Well, that's why he didn't care. <laughs> mm. As he took that offer, despite the wish failing. Mm-hmm. That was that was the second to last episode. Now we're on to the finale. Mm. Pick up where we left off. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Uh, Helen uh, eventually accepts Miranjo. They are fine, I forgive you. Oh, and then Dida apologized to everyone about like how he acted, his behavior lately. Mm. And then, um, fucking Dor, uh, not Dorsha. Uh, I thought you were gonna say Doi. I was like, Doi, no, 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 no. Uh, Domus, the swordsman. Ah. He says, if you really want to apologize, get rid of the throne and give it to Boji. Mm. And he says, I was going to anyway. Mm. And there were shots. Mm. And then, yeah, Dida. Appreciates Boji because as he saw what happened, why is everything like his mm-hmm. path, like his strength and the ability to hear and talk. Mm-hmm. And he says, I want you to be king. And then they all bow to him like they, they serve King Boji. Mm-hmm. And then Kage's in the background, he's happy. Mm-hmm. And now he's like, Well, I guess he doesn't need me anymore. So he quietly goes away, doesn't tell Boji nothing. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, and then it eventually led to the point where Boji was looking for him. Because mm-hmm. no one no one knew he left. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah, he's finally a king and all this, and but he wants his friend there. Mm-hmm. But they can't find him. Nowhere to be seen. Mm. And eventually he'll, he goes to do his, uh, his kingly duties. Mm-hmm. He does it, and he seems to start getting upset. And Helen tells everyone to leave the leave the room, and she starts talking to him. You don't know what they talk about. Mm. On the other side, uh, Kage is like, "Oh, I'm gonna start my new life. No more stealing. No more burgling. I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna be an honest guy." Mm. And he starts looking for a job, but the fact that he's a shadow clansman, they don't they don't like they don't want him. He's it's, it's, it's basically prejudice. Mm-hmm. So all that's going on. He's like, ah, ah, what gives? Fuck all you guys. Fuck him. Hey, he starts feeling bad. He starts missing Boji. Oh. And you see one of the snakes, the the snakes in the kingdom. Heavy. 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 <laughs> I mean, snake in Japanese. Heavy. Okay. Yeah. They eventually see you see where Kagi is. Like, okay, maybe like report back. Hey, this is where I found your friend, basically. And yeah, it ends with <laughs> Boji fighting Kage, and yeah, he wants to 
he, he reunites with him, like does his own thing. You find out Boji got rid of, stepped down and gave the crown back to Dida. Mm-hmm. So Boji's goal now is to make his own kingdom mm. where people like Kage and others, like they're outcasts, they're accepted. Mm. So, so a new adventure awaits for Boji and Kage. But I thought that was the end of the show. Um, We could get a season two. Is there more manga? Uh, I haven't read the manga, so I can't tell you. Or is there a light novel? I think it's still going. Hold on. Vamos a ver. Rank of the Kings Mango. Are you still going? Tell me, you fucker. I don't know. Yeah, still going. Nice. All righty. Maybe you'll get a season two. How about that? I think we will. Yeah, That would, it, that it, would it, make it, Angel very, very happy. It, it, it leads to it, but if, if this is the end, I'm also content. Like, it, I think it just ended the right way. Like, it leads it open, but... Yeah, he got what he wanted. He did everything he did. Yeah. So, yeah. It's only downhill from here. Yeah. But no, I gave it a five out of five. Oh, nice. But it's not going to be in the awards because it's still fall. Indeed. That's how I felt so, about HX. Yeah. So, unfortunately for them. Sucks for you, bro. All right. Now, Lupin, the third part six. Lupin, not loop off. Lupin. Lupin. <laughs> I love how it's Lupin. It's really Lupin, but you say Lupin. They they say Lupin, they say Lupin. They call but him Lupin. 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 Yeah, for the English people. Is it Lupin? Yeah, we picked up where we left off. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Zeddy gotta stop Lupin. The group like they like pulled over because he had a mess. He has a message to tell him because one of his uh, accomplices colleagues got a stabbed by Matea. <laughs> mm. And Lupin's like, ah, like. She he she would never do that. She's a sweet person, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's like all right, I have to tell you this last message. And he said a certain phrase, and it sent Lupa into like a little mind frenzy. Mm. Uh, we're, I'm gonna get to I'm gonna explain that in a bit because mm-hmm. this is something that the the mother planned out mm. that type of thing. Mm-hmm. So because of this, he's like a little mind control by his mother, mm-hmm. and he starts to go find her. Mm-hmm. Like he knows where he is. Matea tries to kill him. Like, nope. But sorry, no. she doesn't want to kill. She doesn't want to kill him. She wants Lupin to take her to the mother so she can kill the mother. Cause she Fuck was, you, cause mom. She, yeah, because she was also manipulated by this mother. Mm. And then eventually, yeah, like uh, they're trying to Jigen, Goimon, they're trying to find him. So is then he got uh, even Fujiko eventually runs into him. She mm-hmm. even kisses him. Mm. And it's like, nope, still like a little mine. Like, no, nah, fuck you. Nope. Uh, so eventually he le- eventually he gets to uh, Tomo, which is the mother, this uh, house, mm-hmm. while they were trying to find him. But Zenigata eventually found her. So did everyone else. But for like this particular part, it's more of, yeah, Matea gets there and shoots Lupin. He falls out the window. Bang. <laughs> Bang. And uh, basically, then Tomo explains what happened. Because uh, basically, how he got brainwashed was from a poem she said to him, that Tomo said to him. And all the girls that were in this arc, mm. they said certain lines of that poem. Mm. And the last line of it was what triggered it when uh, for the when Zeni guy said that final message. Mm-hmm. So that's what triggered everything for him. Mm. Yeah, she like basically manipulated Lupin saying that she was his actual biological mother. Mm. Not just a mother that 
you know, so like, oh, I'm your mother, basically, I'm taking you in and train you, train you to be an assassin and uh, a thief. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lupin eventually gets comes back up. He has a blood, he has a bullet wound. He's like, oh, well, yeah, I can't die like that. Fuck you. Because <laughs> plot. Like, like, you're gonna do, but gotta try better than that. Mm. Uh, Mateo and Lupin eventually fight for a bit. And then you see Jigen, Goemon, Fujiko. And they find out, yeah, Lupin was throwing up an act again. Because mm. <laughs> because he eventually snapped out of it before he showed up. And basically hearing about all his crew members, like, like Interfault to Jigen, Goemon, Fujiko, and all that. Mm-hmm. That's what made him snap out of it. Mm-hmm. So he's playing it along. That's a trick, Tomo. Mm-hmm. Because inside the what he, what he really wanted in the vault was basically his actual proof that if she's the mother or not. But he's like, yeah, you're not. Mm-hmm. You're really not. Mm-hmm. And he just shoots her right there, right in the chest. Mm-hmm. And then Matea gets pissed off because she wanted to kill him. Mm-hmm. So she goes in the frenzy and starts stabbing her right while she's dead. Like she's dead. She's dead, Jim. She's Jesus, dead. Calms out. Jesus, overkill. Yeah, basically. So now you see Luke Bonham and Mateo fighting on the roof. Like, all right, we're going to sell this right out. So we're going to take this outside. Uh, yeah, Luke Bonham beats the shit out, even with the bullet wound. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, God, he, she got a couple of hits in, but nope. And he hands are like, like, E for yeah. everybody. Nah, well, well, this is mature rated out. Man. Hey, well, you know, fucking those hands rated E for everybody. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what's going on? He like tells her like to start to turn yourself in type of thing, like lead your own life. Mm-hmm. You don't need like you don't need like you don't need this anymore. Mm-hmm. So eventually, yeah, she gets arrested by the police. Mm-hmm. And then he goes there, like, I'm not gonna catch you this time. I'm here for her. This you're next, though. Not today, coppers. No, no, no. The cop said that to him. Like, I'm not gonna catch you this time. Just mm-hmm. because of all this. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, like I'm I'm arresting her, but Next time I see you, you oh you're you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, eventually uh they go, Lupin goes up to the safe for the thing. Mm-hmm. The the safe's empty. Mm. So now he's in the frit, like, ah, where the fuck did she put it? This little thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like and he's like overthinking. And it's like, ah, and then Deacon's like, you you lose because you overthink too much. Mm-hmm. I told you that before. Mm-hmm. That's why you do the whole loser makes dinner. You always lose. Mm. Or we play poker. Mm. All that shit. Mm. Eventually, he calms down, and it's, it was in the uh, Tomo's uh, arm jacket, mm-hmm. like like under his sleeve. Mm. He reads it. Actually, no, he doesn't read it. He just, he just opens it, closes it, and just throws it. Mm. Like I, I don't need to know. I'm good. Mm. That type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and they just burn the place down. And that's it. That's how it ends up. Well, for, oh, that's it. no, there's a little thing. Uh, they're all hanging on their hideout. And the cops are outside. So Lupin, the gang, just escaped like normal. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's over. This was fun. I enjoyed this. Until Lupin the Third, Part 7. Yep. Uh, in a few years. Jesus Christ. But yeah, 4 out of 5. I'm happy with it. All right. All right, oh god, there's a lot. <laughs> I know, motherfucker. You got fucking four more to go. Um, I got slow loop. I can't be Benitas. That's it. I got three. You got three. God damn it. Three more to go. So all right, let's go with slow loop. I'm gonna make my bed real quick while you do that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck you. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Um more fishing. Next. No, 
<laughs> it's there, but there's more. There was more this time. Fuck you. Yeah. Oh, really? There's actual story besides fishing. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is the easiest anime you have, bro. Two girls. No, but... no. This is no. It's it's a group of girls. There's all three girls, but the one doesn't really fish. She just owns a fish store, fish shop. Three girls and one fish. Shut up. Anyway. Anyway, everyone's on a camping trip. Mm. Uh Koi is upset. Mm. And you find out why is because in the flashback, when uh before Hiyori's mom decided to remarry, Koi's like, Oh yeah, I heard your mom's getting married. Congratulations. Mm. And she didn't know that. Mm. So just like ah shit ah damn I, I told you without your mom's telling you I thought you let's did. pretend you didn't hear that right yeah that yeah oh. so yeah uh, Corey's been feeling a little guilty about that yeah her mom didn't that tell her she yeah. was a no like no because she thought that fact she told it first like it ruined it type of thing mm-hmm. and like yeah. it ruined her perception of her mom type of yeah that makes sense yeah and yeah because but since they've been since Koi and Hiori have been friends since they were kids. <laughs> but uh yeah, eventually they talked about it and Hiori uh, like near the end and Hiori's like I sh- actually should be thanking you. Because mm-hmm. it I was I was able to actually move forward. Mm-hmm. I want to move forward. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing that. Yeah. So like yeah, so yeah, like I I was I if you didn't tell me I probably would have been cool with my mom remarrying. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I had to really talk about like, yeah, like we're fine. It's like, yeah, I, yeah, I was like, I thank you. Like, this is why you're my best friend type of ordeal. Mm-hmm. But of course, Kaharu is trying to over here in the background. He's dropping like a little bitch. Nah. But no, I thought it was a nice, cute moment. I love Koi. So she's probably one of my favorites. I nah, she might be my favorite support. Mm. I would def- I would definitely give it to her as, as a contender. Who did I who did I give this? Um well that well, we're, well they're gonna have to wait till next week, pal. Yeah, you're right, pal. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wait. God, uh, damn, it, pal. God anyway. damn it, pal. Uh the finale. It's oh, uh, I, have... <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I looked at who the fuck I gave the, the support to yeah, and yeah. laugh. Uh laugh. finale is uh Koharu's birthday. And uh yeah, and like uh, he always trying to figure out what to give her as a gift. Mm-hmm. It's like ah, and Koi suggests a scrapbook, but eventually Koi comes over and it's all three of them hanging out because mm-hmm. uh Koi made fishing lines when she was a kid. And then he already mentioned, like, oh, yeah. Uh, no, sorry. Kohara saw their photo album. Like, hey, why were you both crying? Like, well, uh, when uh, she did a good job making the fishing line, I sucked. I cried. Mm-hmm. And then Koi decided to cry because she felt bad for me. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like a little funny here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, for, for your own birthday, Koharu makes food for people. <laughs> I mean, you, you figured like they would do it for you for your birthday. I mean, bro, it's like, you know, when you have a kid and like it's their birthday. So you think like they should fucking have like they should bring them cake. No, I'm going to bring cake for everybody. Should be the opposite. Yeah, it was, it, it was right? that. Like, it's your Motherfucker should bring you cake. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. They, they do the birthday celebration. They all talk. They have nice fun and laughs. And you see Koharu pouting. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, well, I was like, nothing. <laughs> it's like no because you didn't give me a gift you son of a bitch i'm not upset but i was like what the fuck man 
That's how I felt about my fucking sister. I went and yeah. got everybody family. They didn't give me shit. And I was like, what? This is the last time I'm giving fucking everybody fucking Yeah, then he was like, no, I got you I the gifts. Give I felt bad because they gave you awesome gifts. I got you the shitty gifts. Eventually she shows her. It's like a, it's an empty scrapbook. And she wants to make memories with her sister, her sister-in-law. So. Well, too bad I want to make memories with you, bitch. <laughs> no, she's like, uh, you know, when you give someone this, you're supposed to have photos in it, right? It's like, ah, fuck you. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, he always like that. Yeah, would you like to do big memories with me? Like have photos with me? It's like yeah, yeah, sure, definitely. Mm-hmm. And that's where it ends. Mm. I got it was, uh, this is a cozy slice of life. That's like I, I, I was, I knew what I was getting into. It worked. Right, and I had a good time. Right, three and a half. Okay, three and a half out of five. Nice. Is, is there season two? Sure. Nice. But I, I, but I doubt it. Nicer. Nicer, nicer. All righty, Vanitas part two. Thank God. Holy fuck. (laughs) (laughs) This went from like kind of happy in the beginning of the season to this turned to fucking depressed. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure Angel had a fucking cummed himself when he started. I'm sure. I I know he hasn't talked about it, so I can't tell you. No, he hasn't talked about it yet. No, I, 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 I try like, hey, you haven't seen this? No, it's great. And I don't get a response. This will be your favorite fucking thing ever because it's depressing and sad. Like you, you fucking depressing yeah, fucking yeah, cunt. Uh, yeah, okay. Oh, sorry, bastard. Sorry, I can't say yeah, that word. My all bad. right. All right. Let me, let me continue. Holy fuck. There's a lot to unpack here. My bad. Yeah, because you want, you, want you, you want to make this quick? <laughs> yeah, go ahead, buddy. Hey, shut the fuck up. All right. Uh, basically, uh, Vanitas eventually gets there with uh, me, Kyle. No, he sees him like, hey, why are you sucking my brother's blood? Fuck you. <laughs> but yeah, it was all because of the flashback. And you get more of the flashback of, of Vanitas and Mikhaila as kids being mm-hmm. experimented on. Mm. You injected with like this blue stuff. Mm-hmm. And then um, Mikhail's like begging Vanitas to like help him, even though they were both being experiments. But Vanitas said, fuck it. I'll t- Take every experiment, leave him alone, type of thing. Mm-hmm. The, the stranger, like he's, he's not his real brother. It's just mm-hmm. some people that got exper- experimented on in this lab. Mm-hmm. And Vanita started to feel guilty. Mm-hmm. And then you find out what the doctor was injected in them with was uh, blood of the vampire of the blue moon, mm-hmm. <laughs> just so they could use the book of Vanitas. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, well, we're gonna inject you with more of it just so you can use these books. Mm-hmm. Then a big explosion happened. <laughs> Bang! The, the lab is destroyed. People retreated. The doctors retreated or appear assumed to be dead. And you see this vet, and you see this giant creature, and it's actually the actual vampire of the blue moon. Those are his books. Mm-hmm. And then um, yeah, he sees Venus and Mikhail. It's like, oh shit, you guys got my blood. I've got your blood, yes. It's like that's not cool, guys. <laughs> it's not cool, bro. Who said you? Who said you could have it? Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm, I'm not gonna suck it out. Fuck it. Uh, yeah, he mm-hmm. eventually takes uh, Mikhail in. Like I'll, I'll take care of you. And then eventually Vanitas joins. Mm-hmm. They go to his house. Vanitas collapses, and it's like oh, because of fever. He's got a fever. Mm. And while he's in this fever, he actually opens up for once. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Not his actual name, not his real name. You still don't know his real name. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, like, uh, what happened to his parents and all that? Like, they were killed by vampires. That's why Vanitas wants to kill vampires. Mm-hmm. That, that was how he was before he wanted to save vampires. 
And then he eventually gets better. And you find out the fact that Vadius and Mikhail it got injected with all, the, with all that blue blood. They're destined to die. Like their bodies can't handle it. Mm-hmm. And that's what happened to Mikhail. Mm-hmm. And before you find out what happened after, that's when Vanitas showed up and made them like made no stop drinking his blood. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, because basically the that vampire was considered their dad, and Mikhail wanted to know why Vanitas killed him, killed mm-hmm. him, the dad. Mm-hmm. You still don't know why yet. Mm-hmm. And while it's going on, I was like, I have to suck your blood because I need to know what happened. Also because Domi's gonna die. Mm. Because she's still up on that high up on that roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Like she could jump at any minute. Mm-hmm. And uh, Vanita says, I don't give a fuck. Mm. I told you if you suck my blood, I was going to kill you. I don't care who dies on any of this. Mm-hmm. That was that. So there's less of Vidius and no fighting in these past two episodes. Mm. Actual legit fighting. Mm. <laughs> and if Vidius like, oh, she dies, you'll be free. Mm-hmm. Type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. Vanilla's easily dodges most of no stuff and mm. shoots no in the eye. <laughs> Damn. Like, yeah, like he's yeah, and he's like injected some with some with some liquids. That's why it's like, yeah, he's like his like hip, hypnotic state. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't care. All he all Vanitas wants to do now is kill. He wants to kill, nothing else. Fuck everyone else. They could die in a fire for all I give a shit. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, then they eventually fight. Noah talks about how much he really cares for D- Dominique. That's why he he's wants to, all this to happen. He wants also wants videos to snap out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Janet, Janet eventually sh- eventually shows up, tries to save Dominique, but Mikhail's in the way, and yeah, Mikhail's finds Janet on top of the roller coaster while mm-hmm. Dominique is having this uh, interstellar crisis to herself like, mm-hmm. while she's in this trance. And then you, then she had a flashback of. Does you prefer? Does no like? Do you prefer if I was my brother instead of me? That's why I have the short hair. Do you mm-hmm. wish I was Lewis? And then then I was like, no, and wish you grew your hair back. Mm-hmm. That type of thing. Like, he's like, okay, I know he's dead, but I want you. Like I want to be there for you. Mm-hmm. And while no was fighting, Vinius is like, oh, and he said like, what Vinius means by free means alone. Mm. Like be alone, because Venus, Venus is alone. Mm-hmm. Like he refers to be alone. That's why he and like before, love. He's like, Ew, like, this is love. Not love, like this anyone. Yeah, but you know, he, you can correlate that because you're like, ew, this is love, and he's like disgusted by it. But like you just said, yeah, like, he doesn't oh. like, yeah, because he doesn't, he doesn't get why yeah. anyone would fall for him. <laughs> oh, I thought it was more because he wanted to. Be no, no, because it's more like he hates himself type of thing. Mm-hmm. Like despite looking for people, he just truly hates himself. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then to get why people are around him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like uh, before the big blow from Vidius to know, Noah said to him, like, I'll make sure you're never free again, aka mm-hmm. alone. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Vidius like freaked out. And as you see the boom collapse, and you hear the of a knife. Mm-hmm. And that's where the episode ends until we talk about the finale next week. Mm-hmm. It's like, shit, what happens next? <laughs> Dun, Fucking dun, great. Dun. <clears throat> uh, it was great. I can't wait. I'm not giving it a grade until next week. <laughs> Fair enough, sir. Fair enough. All right. Now my last finale. Akabi sailor uniform. Oh, Jesus. I forgot about Akami. Yeah, fucking. Wow, I just realized this is the first time you fucking have not finished your finale, your your seasonals, your personal seasonals with uh Benitas. You normally close with Benitas. Well, yeah, because usually that was like my favorite one, but this 
this is the actual finale, and this was this fucking gorgeous. I saw the picture you posted in the fucking group, and it was fucking absolutely gorgeous. I was thinking, I was like, is that dance dance dancer? No, 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 not not dancer. <laughs> dancer. <laughs> Uh yeah um well the penultimate is they have they want to f- the girls are trying to find a place to practice volleyball because they can't do it in their school mm. so they did so she asked her old elementary school if she could do it there mm. and yeah at that elementary school if it's like they only take in one student only take in one student yeah like one at a time basically or like if there's a room it's just them so you see her talking to an old teacher, and then you 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 hear them both crying over the phone because the teacher's happy that Akibi's making friends. Mm. She was always by herself. Mm-hmm. So I thought I thought that was a little sweet moment. Aww. And then um, her little sister wants to come to the volleyball practice, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Ah, oh, we're gonna practice. Like, are you sure you want to come?" But she's like, "I don't want to be alone. I'm always alone at that school." Mm-hmm. And that's how Kamichi Akebi was. Mm. So that's why he's like, all right, you can come because you're a door and all that. This is, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And then it's just all of them just practicing volleyball and all that until the, the school festival. And that's how that part ended. Then we went to the finale. Mm. Uh, it goes to after the festival. Mm. So they just skipped the entire festival. But you, we see it. We see it in the sequence that I'm going to talk about. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, basically, it's basically it's a uh, uh, Kamichi. She's doing a dance. Mm. And Erica, her friend, she she's doing the piano version of it. Mm. As uh, that was her little thing. Like, she didn't show up to the practice for the volleyball because she was practicing playing the piano because she wants to do this for her. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she was having a hard time doing it because there's like this certain little part and like the tempo goes really fast. It's like, ah, fuck. She keeps, she, she keeps fucking up. Mm. So yeah, she wants to get it right for this. And yeah, because originally she wasn't going to be a part of it, but until she eventually asked her, and then she said, "Yeah, I want you to be a part of it." Mm-hmm. So yeah, gorgeous dresses from both of them. Erica plays the piano. Kamichi starts uh, dancing to dances to the music, and you get a little flashbacks of what happened in the festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, they lost a couple, but they won most of the uh, they won most of the games, like the volleyball, the swimming. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you got all those flashbacks while the piano's playing. The piano part of it is just simply gorgeous. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. And then before like the song was over, there was a violin part. So what does Erica do? She gets up, grabs her violin, and starts playing the violin. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just oh, it's like it's like if you like if you watched the whole show and like you loved it, and it's like it's a little too right. I think like everything's like coming together. Mm-hmm. Of her like being alone, like be like not having friends to having all these friends. Yeah, I guess a little too right with the music in the background, how it's animated. Yeah, everything, it but everything about it, and I just like ah fuck, I was clap, I clapped after it was done. Oh, like like bravo. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, it was like I was there, in in that crowd hearing this, mm-hmm. hearing and seeing this. Mm-hmm. And once all that was over, got the ovation. Kabuchi thanked Erica. He's like, I hope we get to do more of these often. And he's like, Oh no, don't worry, we will. And yeah, they're all next day. They go next day. They had a little party. They're all in class. Class no, starts like normal. No ass slap at all. No, not from the sister. Kyle God didn't do it. Damn it. I was hoping for one final ass slap. No, no ass slap. No hidden fetishes. 
No hidden fetishes. <laughs> what do you think I ended up? Four and a half out of five. Four and a half out of five. I so would, let me ask I, you. Let me ask you. So before this finale, would you have given it a four and a half out of five? I it would it would have been a solid four. Solid four. Okay, so it earned a half a star just off the finale alone. That's, that's from the, like the last two episodes. No, that's nice. Like on an emotional level, and then just the quality of it. Mm-hmm. Like it, it, it's worth it. It's definitely definitely a favorite for the season. Might be. Sounds like it might be your surprise. Oh, uh, we'll see. Oh, uh, we got more to talk about. I'm done. I'm done. Your turn. Jesus, after a fucking hour. Yeah. Jordan, Jordan, this guy. Well, no, I, it was it was a half hour because we talked about Jujutsu Kaisen. Yes, we did. All right. All right. Let's see if I can fucking condense this really quick. Strongest sage with the weakest crest. Uh, long story short, Maddie faces the giant demon. He breaks out of his little curse. He actually, for the first time in the season, gets into trouble and he needs to basically get this special sword. He said that this sword is the like the 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 the, the, the his crowning achievement in his past life. And it's currently in the castle. And so he, he, sh- he sends Lurie and Alma to go get the sword. And um, they run into trouble with demons. But of course, you know, to save the day is Second Academy. And they come save them. They eventually yeet the sword to, to Maddie. But Maddie, he turns around to get the sword. And the demon's like, shouldn't I turn around on me? And he stabs him in the heart. And you see him just fucking falling and falling. And everyone's like, no, my God, Maddie's dead. No, this is our, our, our fucking, you know, our savior is dead. And he still has the sword in his hand. And a magical, mystical light comes out. And he's alive and comes to find out that in order to activate the sword's power, you have to die. And so he dies, activates the power. So he revives and he's infused with all of this magic because throughout the battle, he's been saving his magic to try and save the kingdom because this demon is so right now. The kingdom has a barrier over a demon barrier, but he's so powerful. He could break the demon barrier with one good attack. So he's been trying to save the kingdom and the barrier, but he's been draining his magical fucking power as a result. And throughout the battle as well, he's thinking like, well, you know, shit, it's the fan. I can always reincarnate and fucking he'll be weaker by the time I reincarnate. But everybody else will fucking be fucked because then I'll die. But he's like, yeah. It's an option, but he doesn't have to do that because of the magical infusion. So he gets the magical infusion all is well. He kills the fucking demon really quick and the demon leaves him with a parting message that says, hey, you know, um, I'm not the only chaos level demon and the next chaos level demon will be sure to kill you. And he dissipates. So then all is well that ends well. They end up getting their like little rewards, whatever the case is. And then the second half of the story, it's kind of cute. Basically, we see him and Lori. They're trying to pick out like some they're trying to get like, I guess, some type of like special medal for Alma as part of her reward. And so Lori is looking at this gem and was like, oh, you know, she thinks it's really pretty. And um, Alma's like, hey, you should buy that for her. And she's like, oh, I'll buy it for you. And he's like, no. And then Alma's like, no, 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 you should do something else. And whispers in his ear what he should do. So that night, uh, it's just Lori and uh, and Maddie. And they she calls him out or he calls her out rather to the back of like the backyard of where the hell they're staying at. And was like, hey, I have a gift for you. You need to close your eyes. So she closes her eyes. And he puts the gift around her, open your eyes. And he, it's the pendant that she was looking at with the caveat is he made the pendant himself because, of course, he's OP as fuck. So he can just do whatever the fuck he wants really quick. But he makes the pendant himself. It's quite adorable. She's happy. They adore it. You know, all is well. 
And then the season ends with the revelation that this like magical puppet is using human like human life force in order to attack the kingdom. So when Maddie runs a little analysis on it using his magical powers, he realized, oh, this is being done by a demon because the demon is basically slowly but surely sucking everyone's life force in the neighboring kingdom out. And so they go on a, a mystical journey to try and go to the next kingdom to try and defeat the next. Demon. And so that's how the episode ends. Uh, season ends. I expect there to be a season two. I'll watch it. It's very generic. I mean, you know, like I wrote in my I wrote in my review, it's a very generic anime um, on the OP like genre. Like, you know, what I mean, like it, the guy's OP. He fucking has no problems. He defeats, you know, everything in his sight. He makes everyone else around him OP just like him. It's fun. It's fine. It's OK. Um, if you want to see an OP uh, type magical show, you're better off going with a Misfitted Demon Academy or an Overlord. Those are better for various reasons. Um, all in all, though, it's pretty solid. I gave this a three out of five. Cool. Moving on. Um, Love of Kill. Love of Kill was, you know, you know what? I should save Love of Kill because I gave this one a higher grade than I gave Princess Connect. But I'll go off on Princess Connect because I've been talking about Princess Connect for so long. So Love of Kill. Love of Kill is very fine. We basically finally get the full story of what happened with Chateau and Riangha and the, the third guy who is Riangha. And so long story short, basically, they travel to a um, they travel to try and get away from the city to try and save Chateau. They end up in like a remote cabin and they um, they're trying to spend the night at the cabin. Riangha and the other fellow get into a fight and then the other fellow, he disappears where he runs as he disappears. He runs into some thugs and they beat the shit out of him. They're about to kill him. Meanwhile, as this is happening, um, what's it called? Riangha tries to go after um the other fellow and he can't reach him he already left but he drops his gun in the in the cabin chateau at this point is taking a nap and chateau wakes up finds she's alone in a random place she gets scared she sees the gun picks up the gun and runs into like a a, a closet and so riangha goes in notices she's in the closet and is like hey you know it's all good like, you know, I want you to trust me. You know, I'm here for you. I want to make sure that you're safe. He opens the closet. Chateau is panicking, gets scared, shoots him in the neck and a bunch of blood everywhere. Shit is going crazy. And she's just panicking. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She keeps just repeating. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And as this story is being told in the penultimate episode, number 11, it pans back to real life where um where Riangha is basically holding Chateau and Chateau is remembering the, these these same reactions and she just falls into the same trap whenever she panics she shuts down and she just keeps repeating I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm sorry go men aside go men aside go men aside go men aside that's all she repeats until she has to so she finally calms down and so in the season finale we get the complete the rest of the story after that story we see Riangha defend himself at when at, and try and save uh Riangha and uh, the girl so she stabs the fucking he stabs the the fucking the thug in the eye with a sharp uh what's it called uh stick like a branch a sharp branch stabs him in the eye that way he can grab his bat and bashes the dude's skull in with the bat and he limps over. He's trying to limp back to the cabin, trying to limp back to the trap, trying to limp back to the cabin. A passerby sees him trying to, like, hey, let me take it to the hospital. Like, you OK? Let me take it to the hospital. And he's like, I'm good. Shut up. Whatever. He just keeps walking. But the dude ends up calling the cops. He gets back to the 
uh, the cabin and he sees like the, there's a bunch of blood everywhere, but there's no guy. And he's like, oh, man, I wonder what happened. You know, oh, well, I guess I won't know. And he passes out from, you know, exhaustion and he's because he's hurt. Meanwhile, as he was walking back to the cabin, Riangha still bleeding out from his neck, grabs Chateau, leaves her, leads her uh, to the car and they leave. And the whole time she's like, go man, I go man, I go man, I go man, I And eventually she passes out and we find out. Basically, we see Ryong Ha wake up, the new Ryong Ha, the, the fellow. He wakes up in the hospital and the detective is there to tell him exactly what happened. Come to find out, Ryong Ha drove for an entire day while bleeding out of his neck and died in the car um, due to blood loss. And that's where the story, this, that's where this story begins when you get the initial story of seeing the dead body and then seeing Chateau there. And so Chateau wakes up from, from dreaming this, sees Riangha there, the current Riangha, and just is crying and begins to bawl and cry. And Riangha goes to hold her. And Chateau is like, you knew all of this all along. Why did you lie to me? Like, why is like, you know, your name? But And there's a sense of relief because one of the things the detective tells uh, Riangha in the hospital is like, forget all this happened. Forget a, a man named Riangha existed. There's no need, you know, to, to worry yourself with that. But because of the fact that this Ryangha was the only kind fellow who ever be tried to befriend Ryangha, he ended up taking his name. And we find out uh, earlier in that episode that he never really had an official name. He would basically go from like place to place and he would pick up like different names like Ju Win, Yun Yun, like just random fucking names. And he's like, mm. and this and this time when he um when Ryangha's dead and he moves on to himself. He calls himself Ryangha and it actually sticks. He said one of the things he mentions is that his um, he's like, none of the names that I called myself or that I took, they never fit. But Ryangha, it ended up fitting. And so that's where they're at. They end up having to, you know, come up with like some agreement, whatever. And so, you know, Chateau begins to soften up. She's like, you know, I don't really know anything about him. But, you know, like I want to like, you know, be on a professional level with him. But there's clearly a lot deeper things involved. Like she's starting very, very, very slowly to fall for Riangha. And so, you know, they have a conversation about, you know, like working together, you know, paying whatever. She's like, how much money like would I, I need to pay you? And he's like, I don't want money. And she's like, huh, what do you want? He's like, well, think about it. And obviously, you know, the initial thought is like, oh, he wants to fuck her. But it's a lot deeper than that. He just wants to actually, like, protect her and be with her and things of that nature. But she's too stupid to realize that. So she's like, what does he want? And, like, that, she starts thinking about, like, what could he possibly want? And then they start thinking about, like, oh, the, the episode basically ends with her thinking about that. And then, like, her, like, trying to, like, surmise, like, you know, but trying to trying to think about everything that has happened and she starts thinking about all the moments where they've been together and where she saved him he saved her and he finally comes out because they're in like this hideout and so she's hanging out on the roof she comes he, he comes up off the roof and was like oh this is where you are i was looking for you and she's like super embarrassed because she was just daydreaming about him the whole time so it's kind of cute and they, they have a brief conversation and the season ends when a helicopter begins to pass by. And of course, because they're on the run and they're, you know, have this gang over there, um, they're very, um, you know, cautious. And so they both pull their guns out on each other and then they go opposite directions to make sure that the coast is clear um, to end the season. And before that season ends, we see basically um she the the boss her, chateau's boss listened to her and went to go visit chateau's mother make sure everything is well meanwhile jim is in the office and he's being held at gunpoint by the fucking um by the guy with the uh the piercings who we see helped riang ha escape and is now on the look to try and find him so we can kill him 
Um, so there's definitely a lot of emphasis and basis for a season two. And I definitely would look forward to it. And, you know, one of the things that helped me with this show is the fact that it is such a unique presentation where we see shows like a dress up darling and, you know, other shows that are, you know, rom-coms and, you know, high school romance and things of that. It's a dramatic term because a they're adults B it's real life. Cause they're in Tokyo. They're in real life places uh, with real life situations. There are people that are assassins out there. I'm sure there are definitely bounty hunters that are out there. And so the, these scenarios, even though they're, their their fiction they're not within the realm of impossibility and again it's a unique take because of the fact that there's so much death so much shooting death violence in this show um but yet it's a romance it's a very unique show from that standpoint but i like the way that it was presented as a whole um and i, I liked the the you know even though their dynamic was kind of a bit much sometimes sometimes it wasn't as bad and so i, I dug it so i gave it a four out of five that's all four out of five. Definitely would look forward to a season two. Definitely want to see that whenever that would happen. Uh, moving on. Princess Connect. Good God. This story is so beautifully fucking animated, but it's so atrociously told. I've said it before. <laughs> and it yeah. fucking it drives me fucking bonkers. Because if you want to see a really, 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 really well animated fight, this is one of, you know, honest to God, if Demon Slayer, wasn't this season this would be animation of the season because goddamn, is it fucking incredible it is beautifully animated the last two seasons or la sorry last two episodes of the season especially because there's so many different fights that happen so many different moves so many different pieces you know the look the zoom in on people's eyes with the tears and the the, the concern on the bystanders faces the animation on the villains faces it looks like a disney animation you see maniacal laughing, you see concern, you see um, nonchalant, arrogance, uh, arrogance, um, so many different thing, uh, uh, facials, so many facial expressions that are animated so crisply. It's so beautiful. And yet the story is just so goddamn convoluted because I can't fucking really tell you, you know, much about the story. By definition, there's a lot of reveals with that. And at, what I've gathered is this. Basically, there are seven super deities in this story called the Seven Crowns. And so uh, Yuki, uh, Yuki Pecorine and the Gourmet Guild are facing basically the evil crown. And she has her own crown powers, but she can't use them because of some shit that happened before that hasn't been explained that happened with Yuki. So she's borrowing the other two crowns powers who we don't really know from, like we see one fairly frequently and we don't know she's a crown until like the final like four, three or four episodes. But we, we see another one who's shown up fairly frequently in the show and we get a tiny bit of background, but we don't get any background. And that's one of the biggest things. This show loves to introduce these characters. They're all feminine characters. They all, they like to introduce these characters and they don't give us any real backstory they don't give us any real reason to give a fuck about these characters they're like just these cute little girls they have these cute little powers they help them in the episode and they save the day and 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 what and then they come back they all come back they literally every single fucking character through the first two seasons that you see comes back 
to help fucking uh Eustania Sama, which is fucking Pecorine. She she basically announces, by the way, um, throughout this, instead of like she was hiding it from everybody that she's the real princess, she announces to everybody when she tries to save the kingdom and everybody gets behind her, she starts to struggle, and then all the characters from the entire season come over to help her with like no like of course of course that's convenient that they come fucking help her right and fuck it just annoys me but this the rest of the story throughout is is pretty well laid out when you can get to those points like basically with the help of everybody they're able to defeat the kaiser the kaiser is the, is the, is the evil crown the, the i think i forget like an, an omnipotent kaiser i think is her name um for now we'll just call her kaiser they're able to defeat the kaiser the kaiser wanting to not succumb to to the the gourmet guild lets herself become eaten by the shadows which basically gives her soul up to the shadows in order to defeat them and so of course um carol who is basically like the we find out basically carol is what's called the princess knight which is basically like the first person underneath the crown and we find out yuki is the princess knight of one of the other crowns who's been captive and i forget their names because there's so many goddamn women and there's no fucking explanation i can't pick up a fucking name none of them <laughs> stuck not and you know and it's tough because we watch fucking anime we watch a lot of anime uh, the shows that we're reviewing there's about 16 17 18 different shows that we're reviewing on my anal on my analyst site i've watched 246 anime and i can tell you a decent amount of characters from 246 different characters i can't tell you a fucking character's name and the side character name oh. in princess connect and that's a goddamn shame because they you know there are some of these side characters that are really 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 cool you know and they serve purposes but it's Ah, it drives me fucking mad, dude. Basically, at the end of the story, um, Carol wants to save the soul of the Kaiser. And they're like, you can't. It's too late. She's fucked. Let's just defeat it. Move on. And Carol's like, no, we got to do it. So then if Carol wants to do it, Pecorine wants to do it. If Pecorine wants to do it, Yuki wants to do it. So they end up getting eaten by the fucking shadow, the giant shadow that's uh, uh, that's absorbed the Kaiser. And they go into some shadow realm and they're able to try and pick up the fucking Kaiser. And they get a nice moment between Carol and the Kaiser, you know, this like moments of understanding and clarity and things of that nature. Um, and Yuki uses her po his power, who, which we find out is an unstable power because of all the times he's been inside the redive. And for those who don't know who the redive is, that's the whole premise of the show. But you don't know about the premise of the show because it's not even really fully detailed. We get to pick up these details. So, like, you see what I'm saying, right? I'm giving you so many different pieces. And if I were to coherently fucking put them in a story... They wouldn't it wouldn't be that fucking bad. But because I'm giving you random pieces at random times, like the way the show is, it doesn't feel attractive at all. So basically, they do a nice rewind moment because Yuki uses his power. They're able to save the Kaiser. But at what or sorry, he tried to use his power. Let me back up. He tried to use his power. He ends up getting stabbed, I think, by one of the shadows in the heart and he's dying. And so basically he ends up going to like this mythical like realm right where fucking the redive is and we see basically this is the scenario in which he was with he was there before where he chose to fucking basically go in the redive and restart his life without his memories and he comes out with like looking like a special needs kid he doesn't remember shit doesn't even remember how to talk or communicate or nothing so but this time in the same exact scenario with the same exact wound to his heart he chooses a different path and he says i don't want to give up and so they're like, are you sure, you know, this will change your life? And he's like, I don't want to give up on, 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 on these bonds that I've made with his with his guild, with the girls. And so he comes back, he gets his magic powers. They're able to save the Kaiser. Everything is well. All's well that ends well. And 
you know, there's more to the story, but I can't really properly describe it to you. I didn't do it justice describing the story just now, but at the same time, there's so many different pieces that I can't fucking follow. The only reason why I gave this show a three out of five is because the incredible animation, the incredible fight scene, um, and the pieces of the story that I did understand are well done. It's just, I can't ever give this more than a three because the way the story is actually told is fucking terrible. It's just goddamn terrible, dude. And like the, the game is really popular. The Princess Connect is based off of the the, the the game of the same name. Yeah. And so it's a good it's a good game. It, and we see so like whenever I go on on uh, Crunchyroll news, I see like new character introducing the game, new character introducing the game. It's like you got 55 fucking billion characters. They're all pretty. They all have some magical power. But in what way does that translate to the actual story? I don't know. Fuck if I know. <laughs> so. It irks the shit out of me, but if you want to see a fantastically animated show with really, really good fight scenes, um, definitely, I would definitely recommend Princess Connect because it is fucking beautiful. It is a beautiful show. The music is nice as well. You know, it, it helps. It helps. It's not like, oh, my God, spectacular, but it's nice. Um, it's a good show. It's just it could be so much better. This could, If it was told properly, this could be a four, four and a half show. And it's just a three, just a three. So that irks me. But it is what it is. Um, Boruto. Boruto's been fun. Um, basically, we see the we learn that Ikata is the um is actually part of the Funato clan. Um, and we find out basically like he doesn't want to like you know be part of the clan because of the fact that they're very evil, whatever the case, but he's also the most powerful person of the clan because he's got the power of the sea dragon. And we see a flashback of when he was a child, his fucking arrogant father, not his arrogant, his like you know, super like asshole, like evil father throws him into a tsunami basically, and he fucking comes out alive. But the reason why he comes out alive unscathed is because of the fact that he's got the sea dragon power that he's able to basically like you know traverse under the sea it's one of the reasons why his hands get webbed when he goes in and he gets serious things of that nature so um we find that power out and basically the the last couple episodes basically deal with the fight um between the funato and uh team seven and the ninja swordsman as well and very well done very you know very cool um very solid and very nice very evil very nice very evil yes dan Housen, indeed fucking guy anyway um i'm trying to cut it short because there's you know we have so much to talk about but it it is really it's really well done you know it's we're in another good stretch of boruto where it's solid storytelling solid action solid animation um things are are well and 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 i definitely enjoyed it so basically the story where it's at right now is the boruto team seven and the ninja swordsman and kagura are able to hold off the funato they they critically wound um uh ikata's sister whom he adores he's the only she's the only member of the funato clan who he adores he doesn't really like his family doesn't like his father doesn't like his brothers because they're all evil and assholes but you know even though the fucking his sister is an asshole they they have a good relationship and so they critically wound her and but she's able to escape with the help of like her subordinate um they're able to get ikata onto the funato ship because earlier in the episode basically um the sister goes over which her name is saren Saren meets with Ikata. They have like this fucking blowout argument, but basically said like, you know, you need to come. You have the you have the power that's going to help change this war. You need to come actually put in your worth as, as a member of the Funato. We're going to pick you up at night. Well, eventually they tell him what happened. He goes with them. He sees his sister all fucked up and he says, oh, who did this? And they're like, oh, Kagura of, of the mist. 
and one other person. The one other person that he, that the the subordinate is talking about is Boruto, but he doesn't know that yet. And basically, we see Ikata's eyes go wide, and he basically goes to his dark side at this point. And that's where the episode ends with him going to his dark side to defend his her uh, his his mortally wounded, not mortally, maybe mm. not mortally, but uh, his critically injured uh, sister. So that ought to be good. We'll get more of that on Sunday. Good shit. Um, and then the final one I have, eighty six. <sighs> it was beautiful. Don't make it a half hour. <laughs> I'm not gonna make it a half hour. It was incredibly beautiful basically um the gang come home from um from their uh from their they go on leave basically they come home during christmas season uh we see um ernst there um and he basically gives them a um you know gifts and things of that nature and um they end up spending time whatever the case is they end up spending time together and the they they have like a longing for war and ernst knows that and so um he's like all right i'm gonna basically send you guys off to defend former legion territory and from there we see the former legion basically um we see the downfall we finally see what happened that night of the uh, of the attack basically without lena the the empire would have been utterly destroyed everybody would have been killed but because of that the empire is still destroyed but um, what's it called? They, she's, she's able to save a lot of the citizens. The 86 all rally around her and she becomes a focal point of the military. Um, despite still you know, losing her rank earlier in the, in the season, she's still a, a major focal point. And so basically the uh, what's it called? The Federacy is going to be helping you restore uh, some of the land that the Legion took on that night that they attacked the Federacy. I'm sorry, not the Federacy, the, uh, the Republic. And so um, they send the 86, like, you're going to go out there and you're going to be under a foreign commander. And they tell Lena, like, hey, you're going to get some of our Federacy soldiers. They're going to help you along. You're going to be in command of them. Like, okay. And so the episode kind of basically goes where you see two sides of the story. You see Shin's side of the story where he's accepting now with the fact that he's no longer alone. Like he's got people that are going to support him. He doesn't have to think about the past. He can let go of the past while trying to build on the future and try and, you know, end this war. And we see Lena's side where, you know, she's trying to restore the Federacy, but she still longs for the 86 whom she adores and, and respects. And we also see the ugliness of, of the reality between 86 and the Republic, where even though these people are, they, their houses, their homes, their wealth, everything is gone, but they're alive, but they see the 86 there helping them and they're disgusted, they're racist to these, to these people, despite the fact that they're in this circumstance. Um, and even with the Federacy, because the Federacy are in essence what 86 look like. They're not what the, the Republic is. And they're even fucking assholes and racist to the Republic. I'm sorry, to the Federacy. And the Federacy is just like, what the fuck is up with these people? And it's actually quite disgusting when you really look at it. But nevertheless, you know, there's a quote there that says, how can you condemn people that don't know that that their normal day is a sin? And it's a very, very true point when you think about that. How can you punish somebody who doesn't know any better? You know, that's what they were raised. That's what they were taught. That's literally what, you know, they were brought up under. And the fact that you completely flip that narrative is very shocking. And, you know, I I understand that from that perspective. Even today, when you look at that, when you look at today's issues with racism, uh, you know, when you see somebody who grew up around that, you know, there's no excuse for it, but it's certainly more understandable than somebody that just has that random harboring for those for those feelings. But in any case, we basically see them 
as they prepare for this side. Um, at the end of the day, the, the season ends uh, really quite beautifully. Um, Lena pays respects at the um, uh, the juggernaut uh, site that they made for the 86 when they first entered the Federacy. She pays her respects there and she turns around and they're like, oh, we want you to meet your new team. And we see all the 86 there and they're all smiling and they're all kind of happy to see Lena. Lena's oblivious. Lena doesn't remember, doesn't know what they look like because she never actually met them. She just heard their voices and she introduces herself like, you know, I'm Captain Vlad- Vladimir Lena, whatever the case, Vladimir Melis, um, and I'm going to be your commander from now on. And the Shin is there and it was like, you know, this isn't the first time we've met. And she's like, huh? And she's like, allow me to introduce myself. I'm the former spearhead squadron lieutenant um and now i'm the uh the lieutenant of the you know federacy whatever like my name is shine nozen and lena's eyes open like open and she is in shock and she begins to bawl um she begins to cry and um what's it called shin is like oh um what's it called uh was like oh it's been a while handler one and as soon as she hears handler one she balls and then everybody's kind of like you know happy to see her they chuck a little bit and she starts naming them all out you know every single fucking 86 she remember their names she fucking yelled them out and they're all like yep 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 and it's a beautiful 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 reunion that after 24 episodes basically i think it's 23 after 23 episodes or 25 episodes something like that 20 something episodes after 20 something episodes the thought of them being dead um they're alive and they're reunited and it's beautiful and we get you know more of an we get more of a thought that there'll probably be a season two and i cannot wait it was a beautifully done especially with the music they have one of my favorite songs one of my favorite in anime songs um i I gotta send it to you but it's absolutely fucking beautiful the way that it was done animation was beautiful um yeah i can't express how beautiful this story the this finale was it was absolutely incredible and uh i gave this show a five out of five i've gushed about it many times on many podcasts already so there's not much more for me to gush um as we've mentioned before this show came out originally i believe in fall last season so it's not going to get any rewards for me uh this season but I, i can't tell you enough how much i enjoyed that finale and i can't wait to see more and as i've tried to sell it to you guys before if you want to see a show that's got incredible mech action incredible music incredible animation um, and tells a, a very deep story about um, oppression, racism, and overcoming that, as well as trying to defend the world in essence from a uh, a cyber enemy, basically that you don't see, but is very much technologically embedded in the world. Um, it, it's I can't recommend this enough. It's fantastic. For me, I always say it's like Code Geass Mech without Lelouch. And Angel actually said it better. He said it's more like like Gundam and I can see that I can see that 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 comparison as well regardless either way whether it's Gundam whether it's Code Geass those are two fantastic shows that are highly critically acclaimed um in the anime community and and they're very similar also if you are in the military this may be it may be a little bit hurtful to see but at the same time it does a fantastic job of addressing a lot of issues that soldiers have whether they're on the battlefield or whether they're not in the battlefield that feeling of you know, like I should have done more, that feeling of loneliness, that feeling of nothing, that feeling of death and murder, um, PTSD, um, wanting to do more, overextending yourself, the feeling of not, you know, of embracing death. So many different points of 
views and points of understanding that I think a soldier that's been in battle and been through some shit would be able to recognize and comprehend on a different level than somebody like me who's never been in war. Um, but even I'm able to see those those points and it, it would do a great job for you to be able to see a story of of the depths of despair that someone like Shin feels and uh, the level of hatred that he has to endure in order to prevail. Um, fantastic. Fantastic. Can't recommend it enough. So, um, yeah, that's my uh, that's my spiel, Jack. All righty. Very good. Uh, would this have moved up in your yearly ranks if this came out in time? Would it have moved up my yearly ranks? Um, let me go back to my yearly ranks and see. Um, vamos a ver, vamos, vamos a ver. Where did I put uh, eighty-six? Damn, no, I don't think so. Because where I put yeah. it, I gave eighty-six. It's number seven on my list for twenty twenty-one. The other six ahead of it are Urmichi. Hilarious. Maybe it would have gotten a. You know what? I would have put it over Urmichi. That's fine. Six. Okay. It would have gone up past Aramichi. Slime was my five. I'm not going to put it above Slime. ReZero, definitely not going to put it above ReZero. Horimiya, I adored Horimiya. Jobless, we, you know how we feel about Jobless. And Fruits yeah, Baskets, yeah. you know how I feel about Fruits Baskets. Yeah. So, no. It, most it would have done is it probably would have gotten past Aramichi at, at six. So, one. Right. One slot. Okay, very good. Yeah. All right. Uh, for the ones we're doing together, we're going to talk, talk about the ones that are not done yet first i completely forgot about those truthfully i I feel like i feel like i don't want to talk about them considering we're going to be going over them next week but it's like all right i guess we can uh i mean we we could wait wait on them if you want we definitely have to go over requiem yeah we we are because yeah yeah we're we're, 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 we're gonna talk about requiem (laughs) requiem and shenmue yeah it's up to you whether you want to talk about 24th road of realist hero um we can i guess uh we'll, we'll wait we'll wait till week. we want to wait till next week guys for those who are listening to us in real time depending on you know it's funny we say we'll wait till next week knowing that these episodes won't get to them for another month but <laughs> <laughs> as but, you hear the sounds of our voices <laughs> as you hear this at the, the moments of this recording as the day of this recording as these sounds of our voices reach your ears um we are currently at the end of the spring season there are only two more episodes winter season sorry correct we're only two more two episodes left in terms of what we're watching uh 24th ward will debut next wednesday it's currently thursday evening um it will debut next wednesday realist hero ends this saturday coming up and then requiem and shenmue are um continuals shenmue will end fairly fast it'll end in about the the first month of the of the spring season requiem is another 12 episodes which i'm looking forward to can't wait to discuss that momentarily but um so what the plan is we're gonna go over all of our penultimates and finales for everything that we watch together and but then we, we we will keep them brief we promise <laughs> we'll try to keep them as brief as we can yep and then for tokyo 24th and for realist because we're gonna go over those seasonals and penultimates let's just do those next week because next week's show for if you're listening right now the next show that you hear i should say will be the reviews for for tokyo 24th realist hero we'll go over the last episodes of requiem and shenmue from that week and then we're going to go into our seasonal awards um and then are we going to do uh intros to spring or are we going to wait till another episode to go over intros to spring uh well we're not going to take a week off like we normally do for the awards. Correct. Because we usually catch because we we usually catch up, but since we didn't, we're gonna do 
Next week, we'll do the awards. And then the following week, everything should be aired. So we'll do our impressions then. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Sounds good to me. So we'll, like, we'll be fine. There's no week off this time. There's no week off this time. Correct. There will be a couple weeks off, though, because I'm going to New York and moving. So, yeah. yeah. So, That'll so be just coming. that. But again, like, we're like, we, because again, we usually take, we usually take a week off for wait for everything to air. But- no worry. We'll get two weeks off, guys, but it won't be this week or next week or whenever no. you guys listen to these shows in a month. Sometime it'll, it'll be sometime next month. <laughs> sometime in June. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll Shenmue will do quick. We'll do yes. quick. Go ahead. Uh, but yeah, uh, Rio is now learning about the Wuhans. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and he's got two of them. Yes. Which one? What, what were the two he's got? G and Go, I think. I forgot. <laughs> one starts with a G. One starts with a J. One of them is definitely G. One of them is definitely G. Oh, man. I forgot. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Moving on, though. Yeah, it's like G, J, I, and yeah. Goo. I, it might be Go or Goo, but it starts with a G. Or, sorry, I'm sorry. With a, let me rephrase that. G is J, I. G yeah. or Go or Goo is G, U, G, O, G, O, H, something along those lines. Yeah. But basically, one of them means to continue practicing no matter what. The other one means, uh, oh, no, he's got three at this stage. He's got three because he's got yeah, one. Yeah, the, the, this episode is the fourth one. Okay. So we're going to go over. Sorry, the- sorry. Third one. It's the third one. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah so there's four. There's four woos. There's this four woos. He learns his third one. Yeah, this, he's got four woos. The two he currently has is always practice no matter what. The second one is uh, never use your um, art as like. And don't, don't, don't use your, like, your full. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah, don't like basically don't show off your art unless you know you need to for like a fighting purposes, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and like you said, he gets his third one, but uh, ye, it's ye, ye, okay, yeah, the other one, I forgot what that one was about, like the new one, the new one, yeah, the new one. So he gets the third one, the new one basically means do what's right no matter what at all times. So if you see basically, you know, it's, it's basically the nice. Uh, martial arts way of saying if you see something do something or if you see something yeah. say something that's basically what they're referencing in this right uh but yeah uh how we got there is basically rio had a job to basically dry off the books like you put them in the sun <laughs> and like and the housekeeper says hey you gotta be back by three o'clock mm-hmm. he doesn't <laughs> uh because basically uh, he almost bumps into the old woman who has these antique tea sets and she's like, hey, fuck you. You almost you almost knocked my shit over. So just because of this, you're going to come with me. Impatient little fucker. <laughs> you young whippersnappers. But yeah, uh, they drop it off at the tea shop. It's not ruined. It's like, oh yeah, it may not be worth much to people. But yeah, and for me, it's like it wor- it's worth a lot. <laughs> and he sees how Hong Kong is where basically people getting jumped and all that. And they're like, this is normal. Uh, but yeah, this led to uh, Joy and Wong talking to Rio about the whole martial artist, and you find out, oh shit, I'm late. And she gets scolded by this housekeeper. And then he's just like, I got you all wrong, you're a piece of shit. And it's like, nope. And then she talks, she talks to ma- she talks to the master, and she's like, well, well, she reminds me of you. Like, he reminds me of you, basically. Yeah. So sound familiar? <laughs> Uh, all right, but they go to the next day. Uh, Rio was uh, Rio was practicing martial arts. Uh, Joy and Wong tell him that the apartments are like they know about the apartments with the martial arts master, and now the the gang's there trying to kick her out. 
Mm-hmm. And yeah, you find out it's the old lady. Oh, Basan. Yeah, the sweet old lady. And then Rio fights him off, these yellow jackets. And yeah, she teaches him the the yee. <laughs> yee! Yee-haw. And then the housekeeper's Yippee-ki-yay, like, yeah. Motherfucker. yeah, and the housekeeper's like, well, I'm sorry. Go in. Yeah, I don't want to, but yeah, I, I, I guess I am. God damn it. Yep. And that's where we are with that. Good stuff. Moving on. Indeed. Okay. Let us go with Platinum Man. Holy fuck. <laughs> Dude, this show blew my fucking mind. This finale blew my fucking mind. Holy hell. Uh, Holy hell. Marjorie, you got to see Platinum Men's End. Holy fuck. Well, we're going to talk about it, so we'll see what happens. Talking to my uh, my friend that's here. Sorry. For the viewers out there, I have a yes. friend over tonight. Yes. Uh, we have a god. We do. And it's Shuji. The emo. Here's the emo kid. And emo how do we kid. get there? You, how do we get there? Was from Yoanda being staged by an angel again. Mm-hmm. As like, why? Like, this happened twice. And then Mirai's like, well, because humans and all this, well, fuck you. Then the owner's like, I agree. You guys can do whatever you want. And you're totally skipping the fact that freaking, um, that, uh, what's her face? Um, the angel. Nase, um, yeah. Nase, yeah, Nase. Yeah, she she went down a grade twice, like two two grades. Yeah, she basically saved Mirai. Up, she saved Mirai from a white arrow, and then she realized, oh my power, I can touch people. Literally, I can. And but because of that, he, he she interfered with the process. She got downgraded to a, a special grade too, and so he's like, oh, I just want my red arrow. Um, he could yeah, take back his white yeah, arrow. Cause, take yeah, because she could. He could only keep one. Yeah, and then as fuck, basically. They um, what's her face? Um, the the fucking the the airheaded bitch, Yuri. Yeah, she fucking tricks Nakaumi into giving him the white arrow that fucking Yoneda gave him, and she got wings as well from um, I think from uh from Saki, and she flies over and is basically about to kill Yoneda. She's like, die, bitch, and fucking shoots the arrow, and Yoneda's about to die, and Saki mm-hmm. saves fucking um saves uh yoneda and everyone is no freaking. no nase does nase sorry yeah sorry nase nase and, so she, and then she gets her ranking back <laughs> yeah they're like oh my god you interfered again you're gonna get fucking killed but they're like nope you did you interfered for somebody else to save someone else because you thought it was the right thing yeah you get your ranking back yeah and then mirai says i don't need any of those and then yoenda is like freaking out I was like you saved me like this is twice i've been saved <laughs> Yeah, this whole this this changes this whole outlook on life a bit. It does, clearly. And it lets to the point where he just says, I like you guys should do whatever you want with the whole creature thing. Creature. Yes, creature. And then he tells Shuji, well, if you do it, then you better keep tabs with me. Yep. And then he says, Yeah, and then ta-da, he's gone. And then he's like, yeah, he, gives... he, wipe, he wipes everybody. He wipes everyone's memory. And he, but no, 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 he no. He, have... no, there's an option. They have the option. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm saying he wipes Yuri, everybody's memory. Yuri's like, the only one that took it. Yeah. Everybody else's memory. And was like, oh, uh, what's it called? They're like, hey, um, well, I'm giving you the option. Do you want to remember or do you not? And Yoneda's like, well, I need to fucking have you tell me the truth. So of course I'm going to remember. And Saki and Mirai are like, yeah, we'd like to remember. And then Yuri's the only one like, oh, you said you'd take care of me. And Yoneda's like, yeah, I'll take care of you. And so he wipes uh, Yuri's memory. And they're like, where are we? What are you doing? And then fucking yeah, Yoneda's like, like, you're my assistant. assistant. You're my assistant. Okay. <laughs> and Pretty much. All's well that ends well. 
on, and it becomes uh, a pillarman. <laughs> yes, in the finale. First off, before we continue on with the finale, I was so goddamn aggravated at how fucking shitty, how atrociously shitty the animation was in the final episode. It oh, yeah. Retarded. It was All right, we got, awful. We got it was grade school animation. It was like high school, like fucking virgin learning how to fucking animate. It was so bad. So goddamn bad. It was not good. It was, it was dirt, 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 dirt. That's literally what I felt like looking at the fucking show. Derp, 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 Literally. All righty. Uh, moving on, though. Uh, Shuji Fort merges with God. You, he still has a little bit of, of himself in there, but I was like, oh, eventually you're going to merge and it's going to be God. Yeah, but and also there's a little bit of God in him as well. So basically whenever uh, Shuji has questions, he can talk to him. He could talk to the old God. And the old before God he loses his conscience. Well, yeah, before. Yeah, Yeah, but they don't say when. Uh, yeah. But we, that we do a time skip. Six years. Six years. Yep. Uh, Mirai and Sakir are together. Mary. Uh, Mirai wants to have a job so they could have their dream of open up a flower shop. Yep. They get married. Yep. Yeah, Mirai engaged. goes to the parents. No, no, they, get the married, they, get they get married. Huh? Yep. Yeah, Mirai talks to Saki's parents about yeah. a blessing. Saki gets horny. Mirai's yeah. like, oh, we can Yeah. Uh Yoenda keeps the red arrow. Yes, he gets to keep his red arrow and he studies the red arrow. And he and... uses Yuri as a test dummy. Yep. And Yuri takes care of Yuri and whatever happens, happens. Yep. And then we go back to uh Shuji. Like he wants to talk to he talks to God, like well, how how can I say touch people? Yeah. And he's like, I don't. He like he like doesn't know. Like he probably fought some some of his DNA. Or no, no, that's not what he said. He said, you know, if you I, even God was created. He said even God was created. Even I was created by something. I don't know what I was yeah. created by, but I was created by something. As I was scouring the universe, I happened to come across Nase. She was not an angel. She was just some some thing, uh, amoeba, um, an amoeba. But it had life. It had her essence. And I decided to make her my very first angel. Yeah. So this proved that, yeah, he's he's not like God, God, just a creature type. God is just a creature. Wow. First off, mindfuck. (laughs) Crazy. Yeah. And after that, Shuji says, I wonder how everyone's doing. Yep. And he sees all these suicided people. And this overwhelms him. And he's like, oh, he's like before he's like, I want it. He's like, I didn't care really so much about them, but now I want to help them, but I can't help them because I can't do anything. Yeah. And then the God says like, you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to. And then uh, Nakaumi is like, well, what's the purpose of God if I'm not supposed to help them? And he's like, he doesn't answer. He doesn't really give him an answer. He doesn't give him an answer. And so Nakaumi takes it upon himself to fucking nuke the universe. To nuke existence. Yeah, he tells he tells the angel to go away, the one that guards him. Yes. Like, like go like, go bring this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And, and then, then the angels start to disappear. And his and attendant realizes out. the one time that I left him, the one time that I left him to his own devices and it shoots back to Nakaomi, he white arrowed himself. God yeah. committed suicide. Yeah, and because of this, you see the angels starting to disappear. Everyone's like basically being raptured. Yes. Sasaki and Mirai embrace each other one last time. 
everyone gets rattled. And Yuenda's like, what does this mean? Like, is he right? Type of thing. The creature's gone. He, rec- he recognizes. He's like, the creature's gone. Creature's raptured. And he, and then Yuenda disappears. Yep, he gets raptured. Everyone's gone. Sock and Mirai are the, one of the very last people. And they get no, raptured. I think Yuenda was after them. What was no? What were they? Yeah, yeah, he was a little after. Well, long story short, there's no more humans on Earth. There's no more angels. There's no more nothing. God and the universe and existence has yeah is done. Seeks to exist now. Ceases. Ceases. Also, that ceases also that exist. water in heaven's got to be infinite because they said they take all the dead bodies and preserve them. That's got to be like infinite. That's bottomless. Probably. I mean, it's space. Oh. It's space. You know. Yeah. But yeah, that yeah that was. That was how we ended. Oh, uh, this definitely picked. This definitely picked up. But Mindful. I still, I was, still I was not fantastic. Shocked. I was literally shocked, dude. Like I stood in, on my couch, or not stood, but I sat on my couch, and I was just like, "What the fuck did I just watch? Crazy!" And at the end of the day, the, the long story short is that freaking. Um, in order to find the truth, they had to destroy everything. What do you give it? Solid, 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 solid four. I gave it a three and a half. You gave it a three and a half. Oh, wow. I'm surprised. I, again, I, I, there's a, I loved a lot of it, but I don't think it was enough to make it great. I mean, there's levels of greatness. That's my Okay, Yoenda was my favorite of the second part. <laughs> yeah, Yoenda was great. And the principle of the second half was fucking tremendous. The story of the yeah. second half was tremendous. The drama of the first half was really good. The only thing that not that didn't make it a five is a the animation for that fucking season finale because it was fucking atrocious, mm-hmm. and then b was Mirai being a fucking bitch for uh, the first half yeah. for the first half of the season. You know what I'm saying? That's what made it bad. Otherwise than that, it was good, and it slowly got better and better and better and better and better, and it hit a crescendo at at the fucking uh, on episode twenty three. And in episode 24, if you overlook the shitty animation, episode 24 was fine. And then it ended with such a dramatic yet definitive end. Yeah, that you would not expect. You would not have expected it at all. I certainly didn't. I was, if a show leaves you mind fucked at the end of it and shocked, that's a fucking good show. Yeah. That's a good show. Really good show if it can give you that effect, especially if you've seen a bunch of anime where you can kind of expect a lot of things. Going into that, did you expect that, Matt? No. Nope. Nor did I. Nor did fucking I. Four out of five. All right. Moving on. Moving on. All right. I'll let you take over Requiem. God, Requiem. I'm never good at describing it, though. Um, Uh, uh, I'm never good at describing Requiem. All right. uh, We had no. Yeah, we had we had the we had the battle. We had the big battle. Yes. White Rose and Red Rose. Yes. The final battle. Uh, and this was yeah, this was after Henry being captured. It's yes. Now it's now the mother. Yes. What 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 was her name? Margaret. Margaret. Yes. We, it was now Margaret. Margaret and then Edward the um Lancaster. Edward of Lancaster, the son. And Anne. And Princess Anne. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, Margaret told. And to basically make sure Edward doesn't fight. Mm-hmm. And led to, yeah, she tells him, and he's like, no, I want to fight. I have to fight. Mm-hmm. Gets knocked out. And yep. knocks him out. Like, we already got your replacement. Yep. And we find out it was, it was added. Later on, it we was find Anne out. herself. Yep. Yeah, he eventually wakes up and, like, tries to find him. <laughs> yep. 
And then, yeah, uh, Richard had his own idea of, again, tricking people figure that they were the Red Rose. <laughs> right. And uh, the battle's going on. And yeah, eventually the White Roses win. Yes. And then Margaret's captured. Yes. And you find out. Uh, Everyone's captured, bro. Edward's captured. Margaret's captured. No, I was saying, Edward, captured. I was saying, Richard chases who he thought was Edward. Yeah. And that's where he found out it was Anne. And then Edward's right there. Yeah. I just put Richard in another mindfuck. Because again, these people he wanted to kill, like he, he fell for, were the enemy. <laughs> yep. No, and, you know, you know what? No, Ed, you know what? Henry hadn't been caught yet. Henry did end up getting caught, and that's he, what he was caught. That was the pre. Was that the previous episode? Uh, that was episode ten. That he got caught. Yeah, and left Richard in a mind fuck. Yeah, and then he got another one because. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, because now he, got, he knows about Edward. He, yeah the the episode uh the episode started out and fucking he got shit faced. He was just kept getting shit faced, shit faced, shit faced, shit faced because he was depressed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he tried to kill himself too, and he was gonna kill himself before Catesby intervened and saved the day. No, not Catesby, um, Buckingham, yeah, Buckingham, yeah, um, Buckingham, yeah, and now he finds it about Edward. It's like, ah, fuck. yep, and then eventually led to, yeah, him getting captured as well, yep, and then, yeah, uh, yeah, um, Margaret, uh, pleads for like, kill me instead, like, don't kill my son. She starts like divulging the the fucking grimy details of um before that she starts divulging the grimy details of of how um, she killed the father of, of how she uh, killed Edward, the, yeah Richard Edward of York yeah Richard um the original Richard basically yeah the grimy details and basically fucking because of that freaking uh, uh Richard is like fucking he she goes ape shit slices fucking Edward in the heart in front yeah. of his mother. Yeah, and Edward talks about if I was gonna die, it may as well be by her hands, because yeah, because I love her. Yeah, and never got to tell her. A tragedy. Tragedy. Meanwhile, Margaret is beside herself, and she's begging, "Kill me, kill me, please kill me, please kill me." And, and like, the, nope, you're living with it. Yeah, and fucking King, uh, what's his face? Edward. Is it King Edward? Yep. King Edward is like, uh, what's it called? He's like, nope, death would be too easy for you. You'll live your life knowing what has occurred here. Fucking savage. So yeah. savage. And, and then man- there's a party. Yeah. Oh, and we forget that they, they capture Anne. We find out where she is later, and we'll get to that in a moment. Yeah, we'll get to that soon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, we're get we get to the party. Yeah. They're celebrated. Edward is king. Yes. And uh Henry is you find out Henry's ill. Yes, mentally ill. Like like he's not eating, talking. He's mentally ill. He doesn't recognize people at all. Nothing. Nothing. And uh, Richard, uh, well, first of uh, the mother, the mother goes there. Mm-hmm. He t- she hugs George and Edward. And Edward's like, hey, you got to talk to Richard? And she's like, no. No, she's like, Richard, go hug your mother. And he's, she has, he, they hesitate. And fucking, uh, yeah, the the like, oh, we have it. plenty of time for that later. As she, she looks upon his, her child with the fucking most evil of scorn. Yeah, like, but and then Richard eventually goes to Henry. Yep. And he talks about how he wants to kill him. And but the fact that he, he can't recognize him is what, is what breaks his heart. Yep. And uh, they got that's the point where he gets furious and just walks out. Yeah. I see Henry saying Richard softly to himself. He recognizes her. But yeah. as he recognizes her, the mother shows up. And she tells Henry, Henry the story why of Richard's the, demon. the devil. Yep. 
And then we go to the next day. Uh, yeah, so Richard's in the room with Edward, and then Edward says, I need you to kill Henry. Because of the fact that his mother fucking tipped them off to the fact that they're in love. Yeah, so it's just like, just make it quick type of thing. Like, yeah. it has to be you. Can't have anyone else do it. And I'm not going to wait for long. And so she goes. Like, like it has to be done today. <laughs> he goes. She's like, she goes up to the tower. Yeah. Dressed as a woman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Richard reveals his, the actual self. Like, I'm neither a man nor a woman. Like, I'm both type of thing. I got taken. And Richard says, like, this is the only time I show anyone how I truly look love me and you know that really got me bro like i felt that so hard when richardo was like you know like henry i give you like i'm giving you my secret please love me like that while that, crying and all while that. crying in his arms looking at him in the face and saying, then henry love push, me. then henry pushed him off saying go away demon yes and fucking and then forsake sir forsakes her and keeps going and going and going reiterating the same shit that his mother has told richardo and the same thing that his mother told henry and he keeps going and going and going and going and and fucking uh, richard heartbroken shattered angry distraught stabs him over and over and And over and over and over and over and henry's dead but wait it gets so much better or worse yeah it depends. Uh, we see Anne as a common servant. As a common servant, yeah, she's yeah, a, a even horse even attendant. to her even like her sister belittles her. Yeah, it was like, nope, like, I'm not. not I'm not Isabel. I'm your Grace. Yeah, just all that shit. Like, holy that. cow! I hated that. And we also see a scene with um with uh, Elizabeth and Edward. And they talk about how like, oh, you know, poor Anne. We need to marry her off. We need to marry her off. But meanwhile, um, what's it called? Uh, uh, Isabel and who's the um, who's her husband? Somebody significant is her husband. George? Is it George or Edward? I think it's George. George. And basically say like, hey, um, we need to keep Anne with us because she's one of the most important political figures because of her wealth. Not that yeah. uh, Warwick, not that uh, Warwick is dead. And they're like, we need to keep her. We need to keep her. We basically, need to keep her train chained to us for the rest of her life. And so we see um, the guard pulling um, the body of Edward while um, while Anne is out. And Anne starts following. And as she gets close, they're like, oh, the guards go to kill her. And Richardo's like, no. Sorry, I I believe it was Henry's body, not Edward's. Yeah, it was was Henry's body. Yeah, yeah, because you said Edward. Oh, my bad. I meant to say Henry. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, no, is this Edward? Like, you killed him. And Richardo's like, leave us. And Richardo's like, yep, I killed him. And um, yeah, and Anne didn't want to believe it. Anne didn't want to believe it. And Anne gets sick. Like she starts to feel ill. And Richardo starts telling her the truth. Like, you know, I became this way because I loved you. And then you forsaked me. And here I am. But, you know, I'm here to save the day because I want you to marry me. And they kiss. But as they kiss. Anne has this weird feeling and she's like, you know, I've, I have this weird feeling. I've been feeling ill lately. Don't tell me. And that's where it cuts off. But it's pretty obvious to anyone who can put two and two together. She's pregnant with the now deceased Edwards child. Yep. While married, while about to marry Richardo, whom she used to love, whom her former husband loved, who, however, Richardo 
is heartbroken because of Henry forsaking her. Oh God, bro. The fucking trying the, 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 the love Pythagorean theorem going on. Here. Yeah. Golly, bro. The it was holy cow. It was holy cow. It was incredible. It was sad. It was so gut wrenching. The mother is an absolute. She, you have to call her a cunt. There's no other fucking word to describe. No, that, it, that it was woman. just like I. No it, other it, word. It, it's gonna be satisfying when she does. So goddamn satisfying. And poor Richard. Bro, hold on. Do you put the mother in the same um in the same light as uh, Rachel from fucking uh, Tower of God? Same thing. It's gonna be so satisfying when she dies. Yeah, but a little bit more of the mother because she's just going out of her way to ruin Richard's life. Yeah. No matter how Seriously. good Richard is doing for them. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just ruining any form of happiness. Yeah. yeah. Just wants it gone. Yeah. Yeah. And Richard won't kill her because it's still family. That's the problem. Like Richard would have to hire someone to kill her. I'm hoping that the um I'm hoping that it's uh, Elizabeth that kills the mother because she's evil too. Yeah. And so then they can kill Elizabeth. Uh, probably Elizabeth will have to talk to Richard too. Probably. Like convince. Probably. Because at this point, Richard is, you know, he's kind of the ultimate trump card because he has no loyalty to anything because his life is in shambles. Yeah. He like, does love his brothers. Especially now. But, yeah. He loves his but, brothers, but. Yeah. He won't. Know. Yeah. He won't take the throne. He won't. He doesn't want the throne. I mean, we all know he's going to end up with the throne, clearly. Oh, well, we don't know. We don't know. I think that in historical context, he does end up with. But we got to figure out. Where how did we get there, basically? Yes, exactly. Indeed. And yeah, it's just yeah, like Richard was like an okay character, just very interested. But these last few episodes, oh, you just see the, the demented side of Richard. The catalyst of of heartbreaking evil, not just yeah, pure and, evil, but heart. And like, they've made that. Yes. The family and everyone around him made that. Yes. And you talk about a product of your surroundings, that is the current Richardo. He is the product of his circumstance. He is the the result of his of his of his life. Is yeah. this, you know, crazy. It is rough. And isn't there like a crazy line too? They're like, "This is my hell" or something like, "This is my punishment." Or like a yeah, God. like like Richard is dead, but something. That reminds me of a line from Love of Kill. I wish they would have said that in fucking uh, in Requiem. There's a line at the end of Love of Kill that says. Um, if your love is like something like your love is something like evil or something like that, let the pathway um, of our, of our happiness be shed in, 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 in violence and death or some shit like that. It was an incredible fucking line from love of kill. Yeah. And I, goddamn, does that also ring effect in fucking Requiem too? Ooh, shit. But yeah, core one is done. We five go stars, on. five stars for core one. I, I gave it three and a half. I've given it five, dude. It was, it's so uh, I, I, I want to give it free the free to court, but we're, we keep, we don't, we're not gonna do that. If I round up, then yeah, maybe. Well, we're not gonna grade it until freaking uh, yeah, we're not gonna grade well, it's it actually over, over <laughs> until it's over, over. But I mean, for me, this core is like, you know what? I'll be fair. This core is like a four, four and a half. I can't yeah. quite give it a five. This is all again, it's more of the animation, like I like half the face. There's no faces for like half. The I people. don't even care because this story is so enthralling. It is yeah. the, one of the best stories by far right. this season. And no one talks about it. It's all Attack on Titan. It's all Demon Slayer. And it's dress all up. Dress Up Darling. 
and what? Yeah, and and dress up, yeah. Yeah. It's all those three. No one talks about any of the anime, and there's a lot of good anime, but Requiem is one of the least talked about, least appreciated shows. It's got a 52% on analyst.co. 52 what? Yeah. How is that show a 52? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh my god, dude. Like you the people that are voting are truly uncultured. If you can't like Requiem, you are uncultured. I firmly believe that. All right. Do you remember anything from the finale of Worlds and Harem? Um uh yeah, kind of. Yeah, this would be very, very, very quick. Well, yeah, you see more of uh Shota's makeover. Yeah, we basically find out that he was put into a um a cryosleep again. Into, into cryosleep again, except this time it's to age forward. And so they age him to 21. He was 16 at the time. So they age him five years to 21, basically where he would be had he lived. Yeah. Um, so he's back to 21. And it also bothered me. You know what? I very rarely give modern shows a two out of five. I ended up giving Worlds and Harm a two out of five because of the fact that he fucking is 21 and he's sleeping with 16-year-old high school girls. Yeah. Nope, I'm done. I'm done with that. I was like, wow, that killed it. Killed it. Nope, I'm good. Yep. And, all right, what? so what's going to go ahead? Uh, basically, uh, Mira is, uh, is a captive now. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, what's it called? Rezo is going to his high school sweetheart finally. Finally, yeah. Oh, and we find out Karen basically is now like the the op the ops of like Japan, and she's also evil because she's working with Chloe Mansfield, but for yeah, her own yeah, she, purposes, yeah, and she's using Doi to do that basically. Yeah, she wants to be number one in the world, and yeah. uh, but she said she'll take Japan as a start. Yep, 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 yep. But yeah, all that happened. Uh, Raito finally meets uh, Mir- uh not Mira, uh, Arisa. Arisa, yes. Uh, you see them talking during the credits. Yes. And end scene. That was it. And end scene. There will be a season two, but who watches it? I'll pass. I want, you know, and it's a shame because it's a good story, but there's so many different elements that just. Yeah, but. Tanked it. Yeah, two. Gave it a two out of five. Yeah, we're done. I rarely give it a two out of five, and I gave the motherfucker a two out of five. But yeah, uh, we got quick and easy. It's over. Good talk. <laughs> anyway. Uh, let's see how many we got last. One, two, three. We got three. Do we? Yeah. Uh, genius Prince. Let's do Genius. We do, uh, yeah, we do. Yeah, we got Genius, Sasaki, and Darlin. You know, it was a very solid ending for Genius Prince. It wasn't the all-out bang out, like, oh, my God, incredible. But no. It was, a, it was an okay finish to a very solid show. Yeah, uh, yeah, it it was consistent. It wasn't it wasn't great. It wasn't like perfect, but it was consistent yeah. all yeah. throughout the season. Yeah, and yeah, I enjoy these characters a lot. Yes, and yeah, uh, I love the dynamic of Nim and Wayne. <laughs> yeah, sister's great for when she stepped up. Yep, Zeno's fun. Uh, the humor's there when it hits. Mm-hmm. It's not fan. It wasn't fan service. He like. You expect from a fantasy? Nope, no, it wasn't. No, but yeah, oh, uh, we have fun. Uh, basically, Wayne talks to a uh, soldier. He wants to about forming the alliance. Yeah, and then it eventually led to like you see soldiers basically ignoring him. Yeah, like oh yeah, yeah, have food. It's like get fat. Yeah, all those like basically avoiding talks as much as possible. But before all that happened, 
uh, Wayne was talking to Zeno, and then Zeno's kingdom was basically they were denying the merchant, like the goods from the east. Yeah, yeah. And so Wayne was like telling, like, yeah, keep doing it. Mm-hmm. Like, if they have a problem, they'll come here. They'll talk. Like, they gotta talk to me. Yeah. And like, if there's like, there's alliance being formed with these with these two kingdoms. If that happens, it's gonna lead to a war. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then we talked to uh, Soldier and Wayne. They eventually they eventually have a talk near the end of the episode, and then um, and it was a surprising part where Soldier's inviting them to like sit with next to Wayne. Mm-hmm. But like you know what I am, right? It's like and yeah, like and I'm a religious person, but I don't care. I judge people by their actions, not ancient scriptures or whatever. And if I have to go to hell for it, I'll be God when I die, when I eventually die. Yeah. And then basically, Soldier agrees to the alliance with Wayne. And as they leave, he's like suckers. Mm-hmm. And then we get a war. Yeah. All that's going on is like, ah, I've been tricked. And then basically, Zeno blames herself. It's like, I'll take any form of punishment. Like, it's all my fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was that? What was the name of that kingdom? That, uh, okay. Delunio? Delunio, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who's the, who was that guy, though? Uh, the, the Sergius. Was it Sergius? Sergius, yeah. He's the, okay. uh, the prime minister of Delunio. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, he's uh, he's talking to uh, Wayne and Zeno, mm-hmm. and then say, like, "Oh well, uh, basically, like, well, we won't join your alliance, but we'll take all your refugees." Oh, good. That's eight hundred thousand people you're gonna take in. Nani? Yep. Oh, like, oh, and by the way, the yellow you guys are wearing—that was a poison. Nani? Yeah, so I was like, oh, yeah, like uh, we, there's a special type of poison. Like, he's like pulling a hat out of his ass. Right. Well, right. all that's going on. And he's like, there's no way he's. But the fact that he explained it so maniacally. Oh, yeah. And even fucking uh, Zenovia is just like, how can this guy be so fucking evil that he's willing to sacrifice all of the freaking people in his kingdom just to say that he won? Yeah. <laughs> and he, uh, but, he, literally uh, it. he literally means it. Yeah, and while all that's going on, uh, the soldiers' army were being ambushed by Wayne's army, but yep. soldiers is a fucking beast with yep. that axe. Yep. And just lays waste to even like their his his best generals. Mm-hmm. And then Wayne's like, "Well, well, what's it gonna be with the offer?" And yeah, and they even he eventually caves in. He's like, "Fine." God damn it! I guess. Yeah. And there, that army joins. They eventually join, and then the soldiers' army is like, "Oh, we're it's a pincer attack!" Like, "What? Well, we're gonna attack that guys on the on the left behind us." Yeah, we attack them, and they'll eventually cross in, in, next to each other for us to escape. Yep. And then you see Wayne on top saying, "Check me, basically." <laughs> yep. And they see the 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 major generals jumping up, and behind them, Nim with the big blow. Bro, she, that was a fucking savage way, too. She climbed up on the fucking bow, leaped off that bitch, and sliced that motherfucker. That was fucking gangster. And she was apologizing. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. But he was like, don't be formal in battles. For real. I and then you thought he died, but he didn't. Nope. He got skinnier. He got skinnier when he was held captive. Yep. And they're like, how can you guess? He's like, oh, in times of stress or great, great exercise, I lose weight like crazy. Like you don't say. Yeah. 
And then Wayne talk, and then Soul just like, well, where's my execution date? And then Wayne's like, like don't be ridiculous. I wouldn't kill you. Yeah, like I need you for like this alliance type thing. Like I need you. Yeah. And then like, he's like, then, sign these papers. And he's, he's like, like no. I'm not gonna sign them. He's like, I'm gonna fucking die here. What do you mean, bro? He's like, I'm content. Like my life is easy. You know, fuck it. I'm gonna die. And he's like, well, if you die, you know, like somebody says some shit. Like you won't be able to like do something. Yeah, and but then, but then so just like I'll sign, but. I want you to. I want to know. What I your want inner the real beast you. Is. I want the real you. I want to know what your inner beast is. What do you do to f- to feed your beast or quell your and beast? And what do you want? And what do you want? And we hear and we see. Uh, what's it called? We see Wayne say inaudibly, like we can't hear what it is, but he says something. And the more he says, the more in shock and in fear. Uh, but uh, and he's uh, also Gar- very interested. <laughs> yeah, G- Garun is, and then finally Garun is like, "Ah, I love it." He's like, "All right, I'll sign your papers." And, and he's like, "I home. can't die now. I need to know what happens." He's like, "I can't die now. I need to know what happens." And I'm not the only one that wants to know what how what you can do to this fucking continent. That yeah, was good. and then solid end. Yeah, they eventually they celebrate. There's a party. Yeah, we go to the next day, and then tells Wayne, "Oh yeah, we're back to square one." He's like, what? Yeah. He's At like, the reparations. Yeah. Hey, then we gotta give money to these people and all that. Loss of loss of people, loss of like the, the merchandise. War costs. Yep. He's like, we're back to square one. And then he's like, they goes back to I can't wait to sell the kingdom and go away. End scene. Do you think we'll get a season two? I hope we do. Yeah, I think I feel like he wants to give it all up. That way, he could be in the same class as. Do I think we're gonna get a season two? I don't think so. Do I hope we get a season two? Hell yeah, I hope we do. Yeah, hell yeah, I hope we do. I gave it a four out of five. Yeah, that's about. I I want more Nim. I do want more Nim. I want more Wayne. I want more. She's she's wife. She's waifu. Not not best girl, but waifu. Did we do a category for waifu and male male husband? Though we did not. We could probably add it for the for this year. You want to you want to add it for the season? This yeah, season? we'll add it. Make it interesting. Like it's not best boy, best girls. Just people who, like we like waifu husbando, <laughs> waifu and husbando. All right, let me add that now. I'm unlocking as I'm as I unlock some a victory box from. Yeah, she's that big waifu material. Let me add it to the shits. Add it to the shits, bro. Add it to the shits. Best waifu. I got to think of it because I don't know. Best wafer cookie. Best wafer cookie. The wafer cake. The wafer cake. <laughs> best husbando i don't know which one to do next because these both of these were excellent what do we have left darlin and uh sasaki let's go with darlin because i think that sasaki had the happier end right okay i made it i'll make that decision for you yeah all right there we go problem solved problem solved bro our, okay. our, our co-main and main event of the evening, guys, after three hours of recording. Well, almost. We're not almost, almost. We're almost there. We started at around 9.20. It will be three hours when we're done. No, it won't be, bro. It'll be almost, but not quite, because we started around like 9.20-ish is when I started the recording. Okay. Uh, it's currently well, 11.42, we so we're a little over two hours currently. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. My address up, darling. My we had the most edgy episode of the show. I loved it. It was fucking hilarious. I died laughing when I saw the fucking the, the magic wand on the stand. I fucking pissed myself laughing. Yeah, and, then, uh, and then when um, I heard the orgasm, let's see noises, how we, but before uh, we do that, let's explain how we got there. How we got there. Uh, basically, uh, um, Marin uh, introduces Gojo to Slice of Life manga. Yes, they're on a date and they go into a well, not really a date. They just they, they're at a manga shop to cool off. 
Yeah, well, they're on a date, but they decide to go into the into the the, the net cafe. They go into a net cafe to cool off. And hard. Gojo's freaking out. He's like, "I'm so close to her. I'm so close to her." Yeah, and then yeah, she introduces this manga with which has this succubus character that she wants to cosplay next. Yes, but it's a little bit of a challenge because you can't see her actual outfit due to being a lolly size and her hair covering her body. Yes, and on top of that, it has to make it like. I died. I died laughing when Marin just like casually said, "Like, yeah, you know, it makes you have dirty dreams, and the, the succubus sucks all your sperm out, and you'll feel and better." Die. And then fucking Gojo's like, "How is that wholesome? <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck?" And then he's just reading, like, "Oh, yeah." He's like, he starts thinking about it. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and then they are they're texting each other. Uh, he Gojo says that the app is done because it was basically really, basically all he do is like make the top. Yeah. And she just had to buy panties. Basically, well, swimsuit. Well, basically, yeah. She she just had to get bottoms for herself. That swimsuit bottoms, yeah. Even though the same thing as fucking panties, but yeah, yeah. Uh, and she's like, oh yeah. By the way, I rented this room for the for the pictures. Right, right. For the photo shoot, we I guess it was relatively cheap. Yeah. Come to so find out, it. what is the room, Matt? It's a love hotel. It's a love hotel. Have sex, all that. They have for a few hours. Wink, wink. Not judge. Uh, uh. <laughs> For uh, 60, hey. 6,000 yen, which is approximately $60. Yep. And then uh, Martin's like, oh, it's no big deal. Like, I, uh, but there's this wand right here by the bed. <laughs> they're like, oh, look at what they say. It's a, they're like, look at this, like, a uh, back massager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He didn't even and realize then, it. Yeah. So, yeah, Goku's trying here. to keep his erection. He's definitely fucking trying not to lose his shit. Yeah. So, yeah, Martin's like, I'm going to go get dressed real quick. So Gojo tries to keep his mind off it by turning on the TV. And what was on the TV? Porn. Porn. But at first he pauses it and then he just mutes it to watch it. And then he starts getting all these fucking ideas in his head about it. And then she eventually comes out. She looks great in the succubus outfit. Right, right. They eventually they start taking pictures. But there was this one angle he wanted to do, but he couldn't get it the right way. So, oh, Everything is, and all, and you, all the pictures are going well. They're all going fantastic. Nothing yeah, crazy. Just not, yeah, just not the. Uh, they're having the time of their life. They're having time of their life. Yep. Yeah, and they're talking about how much fun they're having together. Yep, yep. And then Gojo was like, "Okay, for this right angle, like here we go. Sit Climb on, on top lap. of me." And then Marin, of all people, was like, "Are you sure?" Like, and, like, basically, like I don't want to crush you. And Gojo's like, yeah, 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 I'm fine. It's all good. It's all good. It's all good. And she's like, if I'm too heavy, let me know. She's like, oh, you're fine. I'll, I'll be fine. Yeah, and so he sits on, him. and then fucking sits on top of him. And she, they get the picture. Everything is well. Everything is good. And then, um, they fucking as they're doing that, they what? Oh yeah, they hear they hear moaning in the background. They hear moaning in the background because it is a love hotel. And then Gojo they wakes freak up out. saying, "Holy shit, yeah. she's on top of me." They he realizes like, "Holy fuck, holy shit!" I didn't realize, like, yo, I was caught up in the moment. I have Marn on top of me. And he gets a chub, and we <laughs> literally see him. They literally show him getting it right on her ass, <laughs> right on her ass. And Marn freaks out because she's like, "Oh my god, something hard." Is growing. Oh my god, that's fucking Gojo's. Yeah, dick. then Gojo grabs her by the hips. By the hips, and they freak out, and the and lights like almost off. pressed against each other. And the lights go off at this moment. Yeah, and like you see the doki 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 doki. Yeah, and, and the breath, the breaths, the breaths. You see the breaths, the yep. sweet breaths, the blushing, the breaths. breaths. They were about to kiss. They probably could have fucked, but they really could have. Yeah, 
They could have done but it. But the, you find they find a time expired and the thing went off to let him know. Such a cock tease. That was and such then, a cock tease. And then Marin's like, I'll be right back. And Marin goes to the bathroom and she is losing her fucking mind. Yeah. Losing her mind. All right. Now for the finale of it. We went from the most etchy episode to the least etchy episode of the season. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're, we get to that. Um, but yeah, um, Gojo sees a fireworks out uh, his window. It's a Hanabi episode. Of course, because that's Slice of Life 101. Yes, indeed. And so, um, yeah, Gojo sees the fireworks out the window at that moment. He gets a phone call. He's doing the Hina dolls, by the way. He's practicing the Hina yeah, dolls yeah, finally. He, yeah, because well, summer's yeah, almost over. The, the fireworks went off, and he gets a text from Marin saying, I need help. And so he goes to her apartment late at night, and Marin's like, dude, I can't sleep. Fucking whatever. I want to watch a horror no, movie. No, because no, uh, basically... Her oh dad... no, math homework, 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 homework. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, yeah, homework. yeah. Her dad bailed on him. Yeah, she for the festival to to... because she didn't do her her homework. Yes. And so eventually they started doing the homework, and then I was like, "Let's take a break. Let's uh, let's watch a horror. Let's movie. watch a horror movie." And Gojo's like, "I don't really watch horror movies. Is this scary? Like, that's not that bad." And then we see Gojo like firmly, intently looking at the screen. Meanwhile, Marin is pissing herself, scared. Yeah, yeah, because like, he's like he like he's like he's like mesmerized by the makeup, the visual yeah. effects. Like he wants yeah, to learn that. all this shit. You could tell that's what's it's probably gonna be his real career. He's gonna be like makeup artist uh, SFX. Oh yeah, or just yeah, just making the costumes. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can make a shit ton of money if you just did commissions in general. Oh yeah, dude. I'm, I want to know the amount of money he made from fucking Juju. Ah. Uh, must have been a yeah, lot. It's gotta be a couple hundred dollars. Just gotta be. Well, a couple hundred dollars is a couple hundred thousand yen. But I was gonna say, like, like in our in our money, like an actual legit good cosplay, you can get like four to six hundred dollars mm. handmade with the with the with the labor, the materials, yes. all that. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, and you're forgetting that um, what's it called? Um, Marin says like, oh, I didn't have time for the homework because I was working at my part time job. And Gojo's like, and you, what is your part time job? Yeah, oh yeah, we finally find out her job. A fucking model, a part-time model, and she is gorgeous. Not, yeah, you no, know, it is suggestive given the fact that you know by definition she's a sixteen-year-old model. She's an amateur sixteen-year-old model, teen model. Oh, but not in a sexual, not in a sexual way, just provocative. Which there's a difference between sexual and, pro- and provocative. Yeah, if, if someone actually realized that, but you know, yeah, I know, but you know, <laughs> pedo, pedo, darling. <laughs> that that that, that stuff is that stuff is just so. Yeah, you know, I, I get it. I do too, but you can't. But it, it's like it's like you can't correlate. But it's like butters from Game of Thrones. You're focusing too much on the wiener, except for the stuff that's at what it's actually about. <laughs> I mean, fucking the, the big Drago did fucking fuck Damaris, and Damaris is supposed to be like what 15 and Drago's like 30 or some shit. Yeah. But it's like but it's like you like like why couldn't they be ET? Okay, the main audience for anime manga light novel is teenagers and they're considered adults in japan and they are yep exactly yeah and not adults they're not adults no they're not like they're consenting yeah it's because age of consent age of consent is yeah like they're 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 of they're of the consent and what's crazy is that that age of consent was just recently raised because the age of consent was supposed to be i think 14 and they raised it to like 15 i think it's 16 is it 16 now it was 14 Yeah, that was like a it was, yeah, it was like 13, 14. That's ridiculous number. Yeah, seriously. But, I mean, I, but that's the that's the way that the culture is, bro. Like we're and you yeah, it's one a, thing where you'll see an thing. anime and it's like, oh, 16-year-old Marins basically lives alone. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, these, people, but yeah, that's, these people live in apartments, like they're like they could do 
anything. They get they could afford yeah. it with just a part-time job while going to school. We don't get that shit. Nope, not at all. Not even like in our 30s. <laughs> no, not even not even in our 30s, bro. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. And it's like, why can't they be college? Again, the main demographic is the teens. It is. And you can't just block, we can't do parental block there because it's not considered 18 plus in the States. Basically. So basically it's just get rid of anime, but no one's gonna want that. Nope, not at all. So shut the fuck up. <laughs> and it's just a drawing. It's just a fucking drawing. <laughs> I mean, I jerk off the hentai, so it could be a little bit. But still, but still. (laughs) Like, take it easy. It's just a drawing. Thank you, Patrick. It's a a hot drawing, though. Sure, but still. It's a hot drawing, bro, when Senpai fucking climbs on top of Kohai. Yeah, but again, this. (laughs) But they're focused on the wrong stuff. And I know. Yeah, yeah, I get it. The comments are just fucked so fucked. I know. I totally agree, dude. Because I mean, like, I'm. We'll get. I was going to mention this at the end, but since we're on the conversation of, of my joke, the reality of when you look at the bare bones of the show, it's the most unpopular student in the most obscure and unpopular student in the school happenstance, but sorry, speaks to the most popular student yeah. in, in the school by happenstance and they share common interests. He does her a favor, does it extremely well. And over the course of them becoming friends, because of the fact that the most popular girl isn't a bitch, she's a very nice yeah, girl. Well, at first, go go to fly. She wasn't a friend; like just a client for just the costume, and that's it. Yeah, but and no, she's like, out. no, we're friends, dude. And then over the course of them being friends, it's she the dad, girl. She has a crush that, on him. The girl is the one that falls, which is rare, especially in when you look at romance animes. It's always the typical troop: the guy fucking falls head over heels with a girl. The girl maybe will fall for him or starts to have feelings. It gets drawn out over the 12 episodes. They end up getting together or they confess by the 12th episode. They live happily ever after. We don't get any of that in Dress Up Darling. No. By the end of it, we'll get to that momentarily, but we don't get to that. And by principle, just the, the, the simple principle of the show of the youngest, I'm sorry, the most obscure boy and the most popular girl becoming friends, falling for each other. And on top of that, especially in the final episode, they go into very great detail when it comes to cosplay. Um, And it's very well written and it's very, it's a very good spotlight on the wonders of the cosplay universe. And that's one, obviously my dress up darling is based off of the cosplays and they do a really good job highlighting the, the cost of camera, the cost of studio, the cost of costuming, the details in costuming, you know, the levels that you need to like, reach or you need to go through the sacrifices you have to like put in in order to have the most amazing dress up or the most amazing cosplay that you possibly can and they make it as yes as an expensive hobby or a really nice hobby but it's they make it into a lifestyle they really embrace the lifestyle of cosplay those people that go to every single convention as different fucking cosplays and they're normally really really good cosplays as well with really good quality materials the people that you know you can stand in line and get pictures with like wow like they really highlight that and that's really really good at the end of the day you know i feel like we're skipping ahead because i'm giving you a review so i'll hold off i'll hold off yeah yeah but yeah but no you're right you are (laughs) Yeah, yeah yeah but let's let's move on yeah, sorry. Okay. Uh, basically, uh, you Myron forgot she forgot her math homework at the school. <laughs> yes, they're like, oh, I'm done with English, and they're like, Oh, thank God I didn't have to do math. And Gojo's like, uh, Yeah, we did. The fuck? 
And she's like, no, yeah. what do you mean? And then yeah, she, she forgot to grab station, Like, oh, like, here's your math homework. And she's like, I left that school. Yeah, they yeah, so they eventually go to school, they sneak into the school. Yep. Because it's still closed off. Yeah. And eventually they talked about the whole like I like going to the festival type thing, like but that doesn't trust me, yada yada. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, well, if we do the homework, like we'll go to the festival together. Yeah. And they eventually do the homework. So you're also skipping the the the, the pool scene. The pool and the pool scene is very critical because oh. of the fact, like, yeah, they fall into the pool. Oh yeah, she can't fucking swim. She can't she can't swim, which is hilarious. But I was highlighting it a. I didn't think about the fact that she couldn't swim. That's actually a funny point that she brought up. Gojo saves her, but B is this is where that conversation that I literally just had about the cosplay like effect. That's yeah. where they talk about it in great detail and the appreciation that she has for Gojo and his craft and the appreciation that Gojo has for Marin and her dedication and love for it. They have a really serious conversation about the hobby in which they love the most. They relate it to the Hina dolls as well because you know Gojo and his Hina dolls. But it's yeah. really, really well done. Really, really good highlight. And a really, really good point to drive home. Like if it's a really good nail to put in the coffin of it being a solid show beyond the etchiness is just that specific highlight. Right. Um, yeah. And yeah, they see the pool water. They're like, oh, uh, it's, it's only for swim club, but no one's here. Yeah. yeah. Put their foot in the water. Yeah. Yeah. And floop. <laughs> yeah. That's a go just say there. Like, uh, how can you not swim? <laughs> I just go to the beach to take pictures and hang out. Yeah, like I, I just I eat food and take pictures. That's all I need. The life of a teenage girl, bro. Look, look, I can relate. <laughs> uh, but okay, uh, I mean. anyway, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> oh man. Uh, all right, but anyway, and... we get to the festival. He's still in it. He still has the same clothes. So no, he um he went in the episode eleven, I think, when they were on their date. They were passing by a shop and he picked up a new like a new like it's still the traditional outfit, but it's got shorts and it's got like cutouts where yeah. the, like the, where the sleeves are. So and the sleeves are short. Like, well. like, did they go clothes shopping for actual clothes? A few. No, he just happened to walk by the store and he's like, oh, I really like it. And he picked up something that he liked. All right. Yeah. Wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still so he's the same outfit. And we see Marn in a Yucata and yeah, gorgeous absolutely spectacularly and of course gorgeous. she has to tease tease gojo it was like oh yeah like what's wrong with my neck is this get you excited like, you like by the excited. nape of my neck gojo's like uh and she's like oh shit <laughs> my yabai 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 which means no way and she's like so, of course i'm gonna tease you yeah but uh what what was her what and what was her main priority of this festival eating like a pig <laughs> all the things and then all, go to, all the food and then go just like <laughs> she spent an arm and a leg on food and she ate and she was a human garbage no, he was holding everything she only ate a couple of them he, he no. had his hands full of all this stuff oh yeah that's true. like sweet savory frozen candies everything in between yeah and mm-hmm. then you see the fireworks and they're beautiful yeah, some of the most real... beautiful fireworks that I've seen in anime, truthfully. Yeah, and then they look at each other like it's like there's gonna be a moment, and then dude, when you this. think about it, bro, when you think about it, I haven't seen fireworks like that since Kag since Kaguya-sama season one. Oh yeah, or see the end of season two. Sorry, the Kaguya-sama the end of season two, and Violet Evergarden. Yes, those fireworks were gorgeous. But yeah, it looked like it was a sweet wholesome moment, and then bleh. 
<laughs> Bro, I fucking died laughing seeing that yeah. shit too. He's like, why is your tongue blue? She's like, oh, you eat blue Hawaii. Your tongue is blue. Like, and on purpose? Yeah. The fuck? Uh, yeah. And all the food miraculously disappeared later because she takes off her uh, sandals and she has like this. That's why I said it. she ate the food because she's a glutton. Or they ate the food. I'm going to say, yeah, they, they both had it. Unless there's no they way they threw it, away. Threw it out. Yeah, there's no way they threw it away. They ate it all. Yeah, all going on. Like, yeah, her feet are, her feet, her foot's fucked up right now because of the sandal it broke it's like yep. rubbing on her bare foot yep so he's like holding on to her like picks her like get on my back yep and they do that so you get boob on chest and they're... yep and then bro you held her waist and was about to kiss her and you had her fucking monkle on your chimpo come on bro uh, yeah, anyway but yeah they, they, they yeah go just behind you they had a good time and he wants to do yeah. more festivals like this and Martin's like let's do it again next year and he's like next year huh and then he smiles. And that's how the episode ends for now. Did you see the after credit? I did. Okay, yeah, we're going to go to that now. We're going to uh, go to the after it, credit. It's past midnight. Gojo's sleeping. No, he's about to go to sleep. He's about to go to sleep. He gets a phone call. It was from, Mar- from Marin. And she talks about how she can't sleep. And she, we find out she was watching the horror so movie, she, the sequel. The, of the sequel of the horror movie. And now she's and he was like, why? <laughs> and keep in mind, this is the day before school's supposed to start again. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they were talking, and then... Marin's like, can we just talk on the phone? Like, you can fall asleep on the phone with me. It's fine. I just want to, yeah. you know, hear your voice. Yeah, and, and then he's like, okay. Were, yeah, they were... And she talks and talks and talks they, and talks. Like a typical woman morning. talks and talks and talks and talks and talks and talks into the early morning, and Gojo is falling asleep, falling asleep, falling asleep. Gojo finally falls asleep, and you and just then, hear him gently breathing in the phone. It was a really fucking adorable, because it reminded me all the times I used to do that shit in high school with some of the girls I used to yeah. talk to. And I used to adore Like, that was, like, one of the little things I used to love is, like, doing that, you know? Yeah, and really then... Cute. Really, really cute. Typical high school shit, but it was cute. Yeah. Yeah, Marin was, like, she starts smiling, and she tells Gojo that she loves him. That was fucking adorable, too. And then just... And just, and just talks to the camera, like, see you soon. No, and she's like, well, I don't know why I'm saying this anyway. My man is asleep already. She's like, well, she's like, good night, Gojo. See you soon. Bye, everyone. Yeah. Episode ends. Good it shit. Good shit. Five out of five. Yeah. Gave it a five out of five. At the end of the day, like I said, um, like I was going to say, you know, yes, the show can do away with some of the scenes, uh, with some of the edgy scenes. There's no need for close ups. There's no need for for the, the, some of the explicit sexuality. And apparently the manga's worse from what Ernie has told me. Um, and there's not a need for a lot of that. But when you look at everything at its face value, it, it's an incredibly told story. It's incredibly well animated. It's very detailed. Um, and it, it has a good, rich story. And it makes you, there's great character investment um, within the characters, for all the characters, really, um, that we do get to see. And it's it's really, really, really well done. I can't by any stretch of the imagination pretend that it's wholesome in any way, shape or form. And that's another thing I did mention as well to to several people is the fact that if, you know, if you go back to jobless reincarnation and you see the fact that Eris and and Rudy have sex and Eris is 15 and Rudy's 13 and Eris is considered an adult at 15 in that anime. But the way that it was done was very 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 wholesome it was very pure and innocent and there's a reality with life that children not children i shouldn't say let me back that up teenagers that teenagers they're curious they have sex 
And that's fine. It's all part of it. As long as they do it responsibly and they use protection and everything's all good. But just the, the principality of that curiosity makes it fairly okay. And, you know, as long as it's done in an appropriate or, um, or uh, what's it called? Graceful. And, way. and it, it's human. Like, and it's wanna, human. We yeah. want to learn about, we want to learn about this, but the fact in like years and years, it's considered this taboo thing. Yeah. And where people uh, haven't had sex ed classes or anything. Yeah. Like I said, I get the idea of what many people are saying with it. And I agree to the extent that it doesn't need it nearly as much given how powerful the story is. It, it kind of is just like, you know, it's kind of like a cop out in a way when you have so much etchy for such a story like that. But at the same time, when you can move past all of that, it's a stupendously fucking done stupendously written stupendously done and executed um i cannot wait for it to be a season two and i really hope when they do the season two they don't choose to do it on a really packed season like they chose season one it's not going to win any real awards i mean it might win uh it probably will win uh, romance of the season probably over our final because you know just given the nature of 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 gay and lesbian um things it's not going to get as much love i don't believe but in any case i mean it would be anime of the season if it wasn't for fucking aot and demon slayer bottom line period no matter how much you hate it how much you don't like it that's the reality of it this show was so so good so incredibly done and it was a a point of conversation whether it was contentious or whether it was civil whether it was you know accepted whether it was happiness like you know there's the different points of discussion because an anime is a such a, a focal point of contention and focal point of conversation it's a needle mover anime and any needle mover anime will always be at the top point blank period no matter what the end and that's what dress up darling is that's a needle mover anime and it was unexpected considering when you really think about it I mean, people that have seen and read the manga probably would have expected it. But for many of us that are anime only, when you hear Jessup Jarling, like, yeah, it's whatever. And then when you see it, you're like, oh, man. And then when you really delve into it, it's fucking wow, bro. All right. You ready for the main event? Yeah, I'm falling asleep here, dude. Yeah, me too. Uh, Sasaki and Miyato. So beautiful. Holy fuck. I am so grateful that this is the very first gay anime that I ever watched. So grateful. No, yeah, I'm I'm very happy with this. It was really well done. Really, uh, really oh, well done. Yeah, since you're falling asleep, we'll keep this a little short. Well, the no, we can, no, it deserves all the attention. We went into we went into the attention for Dress Up Darling, and this deserves all the attention, bro. I'm awake. Yeah, uh, we find out more of President Hanazawa mm-hmm. and his family. Like, basically, he's the only straight brother. No, no, he was forced to. Yeah, because uh, again, like his siblings were saying, "Oh, I, I want, I want to." I'm gonna have a boyfriend, so don't worry about grandkids. And me too. And the most like, is anyone <laughs> straight? And, and she... he was, and he was hesitant. Yeah, he's like, I guess I like girls. And I'm like, okay, good. And you know, I didn't dawn on. And me she was like, she was like, oh, that's a that. relief. <laughs> you didn't. It didn't dawn on me until you mentioned that. And now I'm really curious about uh, if we get a season two, and I hope we get a season two. If we get a season two, is the manga still going? Yes. So if we get a season two, I would love. To know if seeing the relationship with Sasaki and Miyano is going to, uh, or maybe the relationship with Hirano and his and his dorm mate, or any of the other gay couples around them, including his brothers, um, if that sways him to come out the closet, because I mean that's one of the biggest 
like things about the show is how to deal with your burgeoning sexuality as well as the reality of being unsure with an unimaginable i guess ideology that's being presented that triggers sense in that i guess if i'm saying that correctly I, i've never you know consider that aspect i guess of what it's like to think about being gay or to be gay but if you were to try and rationalize that thought process there's some that it's just obvious plain jane you know unfortunately you were born a man but you probably should have been a woman because it's pretty you wear it well and vice versa you know like there are those that are just so goddamn obvious and it's a shame that they're not the opposite sex but then there's others that are confused and they like what is this why why is this not right why do i feel this isn't right why do i feel uncomfortable why do i not feel happy or fulfilled or satisfied or content and then they come up with those like feelings and it's like oh wow like is that wrong do i live up to society's expectations family's expectations do you want to avoid you know and and hirano talks or not hirano i'm sorry hanzawa talks about that as we'll get to momentarily with miyano and i was one of my favorite parts of the episode was yeah. that revelation and it speaks to the audience as well because that audience you know how many of the audiences do have any sort of homophobic ideologies or don't understand the true plight of being part of the lgbtq community um it's really 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 eye-opening from that perspective like you know you can see things and take them as they are like if i were to see given for example given what i know about given i don't think it's gonna leave the same impact as it would sasaki miyano um blue period where you had the 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 issues with the with the gay uh character and their family that would be another one that would translate well with the Sasaki Miyano conversation they talk about in this right. in the season finale. Um, those are things that I thought of when I when yeah, that was bring that up. I, that was a vow I got from when uh, Ryuki. Yeah. With, with uh, their gender issues. With, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. At home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Keep going. But yeah. but yeah, also, Miyano does not have a good time to confess to Sasaki. He had the whole episode, the whole previous episode, and then the beginning of this episode, he's like trying to find time, trying to find time, trying to find time, trying to find time, trying to find time. Can't, yeah, and can't, he can't, and that's right. They can't, spent can't. Christmas together, and he didn't do it then. <laughs> and we don't know. No, you know why he didn't do it then is because of the fact that in his classroom they're like, "Oh, Christmas couples never last," and he had that in his head. And so oh, he's like, okay. let me not. Yeah, okay. he's like, let me not confess at Christmas because I want this to work. <laughs> and so he waited till after New Year. He waited and he tried to get time. Tried to get time. Tried to get time. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Couldn't do it. And Finally, near the end, he yeah he eventually the, yeah. does. He basically corners him. And then freaking um, Sasaki. And, you know, I'm very happy. And we'll get to this momentarily that Sasaki realized what he might have done. But basically, Sasaki, at the end of episode 11, the penultimate episode, he, to, in, to kiss him. he tries to kiss Miyano. Miyano tugs at him and Sasaki mistakenly takes it as like, oh, I don't want to kiss. Because at this time, at the same time that he's, he's waiting for the kiss, Miyano is summoned by someone from the discipline the, from the discipline from the discipline council and sasaki catches himself and he's like oh shit i shouldn't do that he's like i'm gonna go and miyano's like no don't go don't go don't go too late he's gone miyano runs which he's not supposed to run in the hallway he runs over to the disciplinary committee and he's like tell me tomorrow fuck it he runs back to try and find sasaki can't find him yeah yeah he he fucking walks quick he, yeah and he's <laughs> upset shit. he's upset he's like sasaki thought i didn't want to kiss but i did want to kiss him 
And so yeah. um, as he's walking out the school trying to find him, he meets up with he, with uh, Hirano and Hanzawa and he tells him, like, I'm looking for Sasaki, whatever the case. They try to call Sasaki. No luck. I was, I was like, like, you don't have his number? <laughs> no. Like, what? How do you still not have his number? So then Hirano leaves a fake voice message saying, you left your shit at school. Come pick it up. And as Hirano's trying to get in contact with Sasaki, that's when we get the conversation that we just alluded to a few minutes ago between Hanzawa and Miyano. And we get the flashback from um hanzawa in the previous episode and as well as this episode we get the full definition of what he meant in the penultimate episode with his brothers with uh with miyana and we find out that you know that uh, again as we mentioned all of hanzawa's brothers he has a sister two brothers and him and the two brothers are gay he's got a sister and now he as matt said has that responsibility thanks to his mom like you have all the grandkids it's fine and the, you know the boys are like oh my mother's so accepting but that's now put in an invisible pressure on Hanzawa to you know yeah, be with girls. Like, so that, that made him so that made him a little yeah. And it, you it know, now, little, now that we keep talking about it, it dawns on me because remember his brother in the previous episode is like, you have all these girlfriends, but you never go out with them. He's like, I'm just living my life, you know. And then his brother's like, Yeah, I had that period, but then there's a little bit of uncomfortability with that, and that makes total sense that like, he's in the fucking closet, and he mentions how he is fond of Miano. And I think he's fond of Miano, probably because he thinks he's cute, but more so because of the fact that Miano had the balls to come out and, and he had the and balls he, to, he, to, to be hasn't. true to himself and to accept his feelings and want to deal with them and confront them and make that decision to be in this relationship. And then they have this conversation as we continue on that basically says like, yo, your life isn't going to be easy. There are plenty of stereotypes that are involved with this type of relationship. People are going to ask you questions that they would normally never dream of asking a straight couple. You're going to be ridiculed. There are people that are going to be upset with you. And then you have Sasaki as well. And how does Sasaki take that, you know, being with him, like, you know, whatever the case is being with another man is a really like crazy, crazy thing. And they're like, on Miano's like, Oh, how do you know all this? Like, do experience and he's like no through family and that's when they mentioned yeah because of his brothers yeah because yeah, of his brothers and then miano basically says like you know i recognize what you're saying but i think it's going to be all right as long as i have sasaki senpai with me because i know sasaki senpai isn't like that yeah and it was very very touching and you know the, the story continues on um they're like oh you know hey uh they talk about his job and he asks um his um what's his face his friend which one's i got no the other one, the one that's Which obsessed one? with his girlfriend. Uh Kurosawa? Might be Kurosawa. Or ask Kurosawa the, about the about the poncho. Is it is it the one with the glasses or the blue? Yes, shirt? glasses. Kurosawa. Kurosawa. He asked Kurosawa about the pawn shop. And they met because uh Hirano mentions that. And so he's like, Oh, he's like, I'm gonna go to the pawn shop because he he's like, Oh, I've driven with I've I've ridden with Sasaki a bunch of times. I know his stop. I just need to know what the address of the pawn shop is. And as he goes on the train, he starts thinking about everything with Sasaki, he wants to see him, wants to talk, confess to him, all that shit. Meanwhile, it the the scene as this is happening pans over to Sasaki. Sasaki is deep in depression. Sasaki is like, man, I forced myself, which is what I bitched about a few weeks ago about him being aggressive and forceful. He recognized that he was being forceful and that it was wrong. And he's like, I'll apologize to Miano tomorrow. And he starts thinking about everything. He's like, I fucked up. Like he felt really bad and he was upset. Meanwhile, um, he gets the message from Hirano saying he left the shit. He's like, oh, I thought I have everything. Oh, well, I guess I'll go back. And as he's going back, he meets Miano in the train station and Miano's like, I need to talk to you. We need to have a serious conversation. Miano or Sasaki is like, okay, let's find a place to talk. They end up talking in, in like a, a quiet park where no one's around. 
and Miano confesses. Yep, David. And then it's like, can I hold you? And he starts laughing at first because he's like, yeah. but, but he doesn't laugh at first. At first, he's like, are you sure? Like, are you really, really, really sure? Yeah, yeah. You can take more time. And Miano's like, I've taken enough time. Like, I, 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 I mean, yeah, like this room off guard. And he says something, I think. And Miano starts laughing. Or sorry, Sasaki starts laughing. Miano's super embarrassed. And then, as Matt said, uh, Sasaki's like, can I hold you? <laughs> can I hold you? Yeah. And they embrace. And it's a very nice, warm, yeah. loving hug. And he's like, can I kiss you? And Miano's like, yeah, you can kiss me. And they have a beautiful kiss uh, under the fucking, under the, the sunset. And that, I believe, in the park. <laughs> Yeah, in a park. And they're like, oh, I don't have your number. Like, oh, I don't have your number. And they exchange numbers. But then basically... And then, yeah, Miano takes his phone, takes Sasaki's phone to call a friend saying, yeah, I'm with him. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then at the end of the episode, basically, that they, you know, Miano is the one that asked Sasaki, like, listen, he's like, I, I've seen this in a BL manga where the, the, the main people kiss and they don't get together. I don't want that to happen. Sasaki, be my boyfriend. And he starts laughing. That's what he starts really laughing. And uh, Sasaki is like, no, let me ask you, like, Miano, do you want to go out with me? And it flashes back to that joke that he that semi serious joke that he made earlier in the season where he asked Miano to go out with him while he was hanging yeah. out by the by the by the uh, by the window in the summer. And Miano says yes. And they kiss again and they're going out. And then uh, we get after credits. Yes. Uh, Miano talking to Masato and uh, Tashiro. Mm hmm. About like oh like I'm dating Sasaki. Yep, and, and then, all the friends find out. Yep, and then Sasaki tries to talk about it, and then you see Miano there with them, and yep. uh, now everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, now except and, uh, and even fucking uh, what's his face, the other senpai, Kurosawa or uh, no, Jiro. the blue haired senpai, Jiro. Jiro, yeah, he's like, what's going like, on? And like, we'll tell you later. As like, can I tell my girlfriend? It's like, no, <laughs> no, like you never, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh and then we got an announcement of there's another anime project coming so you do you know for sure it's an over or you don't know you're just making a i'm looking now i believe one of them it says ova july 27th mm. and but you think that's it, focusing on hirano or do you not know oh, the, oh no sorry there is two things one's the anime project and then the other one's the ova i really think they're gonna focus now on on hanzawa Although it's uh, tough because Hanzawa is graduating. So how are they going to incorporate the graduating senpais in the story? We got to find out. But what did you give this? Four. Gave it a four out of five. I gave it four and a half. I gave it a solid four. I would I would give it, if I could give it a half, I would give it four and a half. It's just, I'm, I, you know, I can't give it a five because it, it doesn't click with me in the same way. But, you know, and the, the issues that I had originally with the forcefulness and things of that nature. But it's a beautiful story it's really well done um it, it yeah and like i said i'm really grateful that i saw this as my first yaoi because like i said i could see something like a given and you take it at face value like you, there's a love love triangle square whatever you want to call it octagon between all the fucking band members and stuff but i think shows that deal with the more pressing matters of sexuality are ones that should stick out more you know and that's why i'm very curious to see the i am very curious now after seeing this show seeing that movie you saw um i forget the the movie now the one that's on uh funimation the, the gay one. Oh, stranger by the shore stranger by the shore because it does deal with the with that ideology of you know dealing with you know of dealing with issues 
or internal issues as well as like external issues for being gay and it's it, it's very intriguing from that standpoint but the way that mm-hmm. they, they they tackle that is really really nice and so you see things like that you see things like wonder egg priority with the episode with the trans woman and the the, the gay woman and momo you see things with momo um dealing with her like her identity crises her sexual crises and things of that nature and it's very touching and i find that very very desirable to watch to understand that facet of life that i don't deal with on the regular you know so it's very very inspiring from that standpoint for sure all righty closing thoughts this is a really good season of anime a lot of surprises a lot of things that stood out um, a lot of things that I feel I'm going to remember, you know, when, with a lot of shows and a lot of seasons, you may find that they're very forgettable with the exception of one or two shows. And I think this is one of the stronger seasons that we've had in a long time, because there are several shows that are going to stick out, at least for me, Sasaki Miano is going to stick out for me, Dress of Darling sticking out for me, of course, Demon Slayer, um, if I was watching Attack on Titan, that would too. Requiem is the big one that stands out for me. Very, very big for sure. Um, that sticks out and um yeah and then solid shows for the rest of them a mind fuck ending the biggest mind fuck ending i've ever seen in an anime with platinum end so many things that you can talk about that is just like like you, you know you really it, it resonates this is a, a season of resonation i feel all right all righty uh, next week we're going to talk about the finales of vanitas part two um realist hero and Tokyo 24th. And Tokyo 24th Ward. As long and, as we, uh, we didn't do it this time, but we're going to do next week the special for Mashuka Sensei. And then our winter awards along with our spring watch list. Are we doing the spring watch list that episode? Yeah, we'll talk about what we're going to watch. All righty. Uh, we will all see you next week. Uh, follow me on Twitter at DamienPhoenix12, as long as I talk to Keiki for our talk to Keiki Twitter. Uh, we have a we have a link tree which you can find your favorite local pod t- podcast, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, iHeartRadio, etc. Mm-hmm. All right, your plug. Yep, you can follow me on Twitter at s h o s t o p p a two four. That shows top of twenty four. You can follow me on my anime Instagram a i underscore anime twenty four. You can follow me on my podcast Instagram at podcast dot senpai, and you can follow us on our talk to keki Instagram at t a l k t h e k e k i talk to keki. Again, as Matt said, we have a link tree where it'll take you to wherever you want to listen to our show and wherever you want to follow us on social media. Um, all of our other, or at least all of my other um, connections also have link trees to follow some of my other personal endeavors um, and my other podcasts. Shout out to B Ronan and the Orlando Tragics podcast. Shout out to uh, my boy Andy at the MMA for Marks podcast. We've been producing a lot of content for that lately. So if you want to check out some really good, anim- oh, I'm sorry, not anime. If you want to check out some good MMA and boxing uh, news, check us out there. Um, other than that, bro, let's go to bed. All right, in the meantime, arigato and after faku and sayonara. Sayonara, minasan. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hurry during Ram Truck Month, where you'll find JD Power's number one brand in new vehicle quality in 2021. And right now, get 0% financing for 72 months on the 2022 Ram 1500 Bighorn Quad Cab. For 2021 JD Power award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. 
Not compatible with any other offer. 0% APR financing for 72 months equals $13.89 per month per $1,000 financed for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for details. Offer ends 5222. It's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme is everything you need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app, the shop for this season's essentials, any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.